But there's one they fear. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. Who's all there? Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record Welcome to Elder Scrolls Off the Record. This is episode number 53. Today is Turdos, Morningstar the 31st. No, it's not January. You're in Tamriel now. And I am your host, Ivarwin. Joe couldn't make it out today because he contracted some deadly hantavirus from some unknown region of space. And he's deadly, deadly sick. Well, he's not deadly sick, but he's sick right now. So I'm going to take over the... How the hantavirus, Lou, the hantavirus. That's what happened. Um, no, seriously, Joe's, Joe's real sick, so I decided uh, that um, I would make him talk me into uh, doing the show today all by my lonesome, and I dragged uh, Lou with me. Lou, how are you? I am doing well, Ivarin. Thank you very much. Hello, chat room. And here. Dave, D-Enforce Adams is here as well. I dragged him along with me. Well, I more or less just kind of like you couldn't get rid of me. No. I just kind of showed up. Anywho, I, I do want to say uh, get well to Widget. You know, we all pray for you, bro. Get well. And Shank Tank is here. Shank Tank. <laughs> what is up, Internet? Um, I was given the honor to control what you see on the live stream, so, you know, no pressure. It's Shankavision. Mm. It's, it's the it Outer Limits Shank style. Shank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Joe. I hope you. I know you listen to this. I hope you're feeling better. Um, you know, get well soon, and uh, we'll be hearing. I'm sure we'll be hearing from him next week. Uh, as always, before we start, we got something quick to mention. Uh, thinking about going Aldmeri Dominion in ESO? Come join our guild, ESOTR. It's Aldmeri Dominion, and we will be ultra casual. It's just for fans of the show, and it's open to all. Find us at Tamriel's website, Tamriel, excuse me, Tamriel Foundry's website, <laughs> tamrielfoundry.com forward slash groups. Then click on the Aldmeri tab to find us, and we'll see you in game. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Tweaked Audio's California Blue Edition earbuds. They're $19.95 on their website. Tweakedaudio.com, but with our code off the record, you'll get them for $13.17. Tweaked California Blue has great sound and super comfortable with a customized fit, featuring a solid metal construction and comes with three colors 
with a sturdy white cord and a 90 degree cord as well with that gold plating on that sucker too. Uh, that gold plating connection is going to ensure optimal sound clarity and it comes with a free storage pouch. I love free pouches. Off the records, the code that gets you what you want drops that price down from 1995 to 1317. Plus, you get free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and a lifetime warranty. All tweakedaudio.com. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, glad glad everyone uh, could could make it out tonight. Chat room is great to great to have you. Um, we had. We had kind of like a big a big interview that that was sort of like tossed out there in, in the interwebs and and no one's really really talking about it just yet. I have a feeling that no one's really found it yet. Uh, it's by it's by UK based site The Guardian and Matt Fire was interviewed. Uh, John, if you scroll down your your uh, notes here a little bit. Yep, I got it right here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Got that oh, there, that's right? So much work to scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, there's a couple of things about this about this that I, I wanted to kind of bring up, and one of it was that they 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 based, the, the whole goal of the article here was to explain the thinking behind ESO and and um, why you why they're not featuring pickpocketing in ESO, um, but. Which I, I think their coverage on that whole topic was was really lacking, um, but it, as you read the two part article, it does they do actually drop in a bunch of very interesting information we've never heard before. So I want to open up the show with this because I think some of the themes in this are gonna are gonna be brought up by some of us throughout the show as as we talk. Um, okay, so let's I guess let's get into it. Uh, Lou, you wanna you wanna read off the uh, the first thing we've got here? Now this is a quote. That comes directly from Matt Firer. And and this is exactly what, what The Guardian has said. All right. And the goal here, again, is to explain the thinking behind ESO and why you can't pick pockets. Mm-hmm. And I quote, Pickpocketing is something that we have thought about doing. But there's a lot of complicated interpersonal relations stuff that with that feature. And basically what it comes down to is the world's divided into these three alliances where everyone in your alliance is your friend and everyone else is the enemy. And if you pickpocket one of your friends, then can you fight them? It leads into design questions that we're unsure about. Basically, it's something that is a lot of fun for you, but not a lot of fun for everyone else. End quote. Right. Now, um, I don't know if if, uh, Matt Fire sort of just like left it at that and and they kind of had like a a glancing discussion on this and then just moved on. Because like I said, there there is a lot more information that that this, um, this article does say. Here's here's the number one most important thing that here's the big takeaway, if you will, from it. There is no pickpocketing in ESO, and there is in the oh, single player Elder Scrolls games. Just this alone can make us cause a war. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> That's why I want to bring it to the forefront right now and just sort of talk a little bit about it. Oh god, you now, gonna let me loose on this? I, really? Yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get to you in a second, Dave. <laughs> Dave, here's the gas can. Dave, here you go. Now. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a paper bag to breathe into while you talk about it. <laughs> now, Shank. Yes, sir. The question to you right now is not why should or shouldn't this pickpocketing be an ESO. My question to you is: um, 
is is pickpocketing normal in an Elder Scrolls game? My answer, I feel that yes, it is normal. Okay. Now, the other question I have for you is, is it odd that it's not in, in Elder Scrolls Online? Well, um, you know, af- after being slightly explained to me, after having it, uh, you know, explained to me by you guys yesterday, um, mm-hmm. coming away with a little bit more knowledge, I would say, I, I would have to agree with Mr. Firer here in his decision to not include pickpocketing in ESO. Right, but I mean, it, it does... The Elder Scrolls video game fan, mm-hmm. um, seeing a new title, a new Elder Scrolls title, mm-hmm. they they would have an assumption that that this would be in the next Elder Scrolls title. Yes, and that's right. correct. And that that was my assumption going yeah. forward as well. I thought that they would have included pickpocketing. Of course. And and cuz cuz it's it's been in the other games as well. Yeah, it's something that absolutely. we're sort of used to and and I think everyone just sort of like assumed that that it would be it would be an ESO. And I, I think um I think that's what makes this news. It's not it's not the fact that it is in there, the fact that we sort of assumed it would be and that it's not. Um Yeah, especially considering the, you know, in in the single player titles, you can actually become very very skilled in pickpocketing to the point where you can actually you know place poisoned items in you know someone's pockets and kill them and just sneak away (laughs) so at that yeah it it gets really like you know detailed and granular at that level so it's a very very it's a it's a deep skill that's ingrained into the single player title so you know with that in mind one would expect such as myself, who was from the single-player camp, expected that it would be in the right. ESO online game. Oh, without a doubt. So now, now that we have that established, Dave, tell me, tell me <laughs> why why is it a good idea to not? Because it, it it is this is a good a good design decision. There, there's a lot that we can talk about in this. First off, I want to say that yes, it's a good design decision. But it sucks. It is the proper decision, but it you know it sucks that it's the proper decision because okay. there's no true proper way that they could do this to make it fair and balanced for everyone. Right. So let's let's get into the reasons why this is a good yeah. design a design decision. I think through that we'll figure out why this kind of stinks. Okay. Let let me give a, a few demonstrations first. The first problem, first and foremost, is that anything added to the game can be exploited right be it that maybe that that's supposed to be a part of the game like you kill something you gain experience you should exploit that to gain levels that's what i'm talking about not that it breaks the game but if this is included in the game there's gonna be that person who that's all they do is pickpocket oh yeah and there's times that you may play the old games and you make your guy a pickpocket because it very well is a skill that you need to work on forever Totally viable in in Elder Scrolls 1 through 5. Totally viable. Now, there's a person pickpocketing you. Mm -hmm. Hypothetically, let's say that players could pickpocket players. Right, in ESO. It would be ridiculous to think that they could pickpocket and steal stuff off of your person, out of your bags, or gear that you're wearing. Weapons that you worked weeks, even months to get, that they're just going to walk up and steal it off you. Right. That oh, yeah. would ruin the game. 
Now, uh, now the the way the way that that could be solved is, let's say, for example, I want to go pickpocket you, Dave, and mm-hmm. you know, I could, I could, I have the choice of of stealing gold off of you or your items. Okay, yeah, that's ridiculous. That would make anyone not play this game. Well, yeah, that's that's number one. It would be terribly frustrating. Um, but there's there's two things that they could do. Number one. They could do this thing where you're stealing gold and items, right? And instead of having those items be gone completely from your personal inventory, they could mark down, okay, this was a successful pickpocketing attempt, and now we're just going to copy this stuff that was successfully pickpocketed and drop it into the, the well, thief's that would, inventory. That would, flood, that would flood the economy with multiples of items. Right. That would flood... That, that, you don't want to do that either. No. Now, no. There, there's another there's another option. Okay. Well, and, hold on. Before before you, I just want to I just want to say it completely that it would it would flood the economy with gold and break the economy and it would flood the economy with with potentially high level weapons that would break their their pre-programmed boss encounters. Mhm. So now, so go ahead, Dave. Let me give you another option. Right. Player on player. Player one Giggity. gets pickpocketed by player two, right? <laughs> Down a barman. <laughs> player one gets pickpocketed by player two. Now, mm-hmm. player two, instead of seeing player one's inventory at all, they see a randomly generated inventory like you'd see from looting an enemy that was killed. Now, this brings on the problem of realism. That player one doesn't have those items, yet player two can, can loot those items off of player one. Now, let's say that they brought this into play. There would be people just staying in towns to loot anyone and everything that they came across. And this specifically comes into being an issue when you're talking about NPCs. If NPCs could be looted, which, let's be serious, if they're going to make anything lootable, it's going to be NPCs. If you could pickpocket NPCs, there'd be people just staying in towns, just profiting off of pickpocketing any NPC that they walk past. This would stop people from actually going out and experiencing the game in PvP and PvE and raids with other people. Now, I actually... I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. Varwin. I actually agree with you, Dave, but uh, may I just play devil's advocate just for the sake of argument? No! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. So you do make a good case, and I, I I actually do agree with you that it should not be included in a an MMO setting. Okay. However, the counter argument, the devil's advocate argument, if you will, would be that because it's such a staple of a the Elder Scrolls game, and the mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls game up to, Elder Scrolls up to this point have been single player games. That's right. all the Elder Scrolls games, correct? Right, of course. So they've all been single player. So this is this is as much a staple of Elder Scrolls as, for example, Sneak, okay, or one handed or two handed, right. right. So to remove, they should, a st- they should at least put it in in some form or fashion, right? Yes, yes. So to completely remove such a, a, a staple of, you know, a third of the game, which is a third of the game is the, the quote-unquote the stealth um, play style. Mm-hmm. So to, to remove a, a facet of the stealth play style would be to go against Elder Scrolls 
from from a pure from an Elder Scrolls purist standpoint. Right. I'm saying, and that's 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 why we're talking about it today because I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of you know Elder Scrolls players out there that see this sort of thing and would say, well, you know that that's completely against you know the the series and you know how could they how could they leave this out? Exactly, can especially I, uh, because the series to this point has been single player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. One mention: acrobatics. <laughs> Let's look. All right. Let, Dave, Dave, yes, yes, Dave, yes, Dave. You're right. But I, the the problem that I'm seeing right now is I think we're we're getting we're getting a little well, too discussiony. We we need to well, okay. you know, be let a little. Me, we need to hit you, these things a bit more. Let me give you what 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 I would like to see. I I appreciate that it's being taken out. I understand why, and I I've, I've right. given you my reasons why. But I still think it's wrong. And it is. I, and the, there's another thing out there that says, all right, so so don't allow pickpocket players allow pickpocketing npcs right and that's a problem too right and the reason why that because because what are you pickpocketing what are you pickpocketing it's either going to be it's either going to be gold or it's going it's going to be items other direction they could make it so that you can only pickpocket quest items that you can only pickpocket to place poisons or that you can only pickpocket to um maybe get a special currency that's that your sneaky people can use that could bring it into the realm of possibility of being reasonable but is if in any way this could gain people monetarily or gain people in a way that it 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 you know be- would become balanced with crafting or raiding or any other way then it becomes part of the gameplay that takes away from everything else Right, and uh, the devil. I guess the, the counter to that would be, um, you know, are you really, quote unquote, flooding the market with extra gold? Because really, if you steal, let's say you have ten gold, Dave, and I sneak up behind you and I pickpocket the ten gold, it, really, like the world economy of the the game is not actually gaining ten gold. All that's happening is you're transferring gold from one hand to another. So it's not. In that case, I want p- the the. NPCs to go around pickpocketing players. The NPCs, yeah. See, now you bring up an, ex- an interesting point. You know, why should the, the why should just the human players, you know, have the the ability to do this? You know what I mean. So if you do allow the NPCs, now that would see. You got me thinking. That'd be actually be kind of cool. Well, here, <laughs> see now here's here's the thing. All right. Again, no matter how no matter how you slice. Slice the pie here, all right? You're coming down to a very specific common denominator. You're taking, you're you're taking, uh, you're taking gold and you're taking items, and you're flooding the economy and the world with these things. But are you? Uh, I don't think you're flooding them though. That's a sure thing. you you're are. Just, Absolutely, how are you flooding them because they already because exist. You're, right because, um, because there's a certain amount of it that exists to keep to keep the economy viable. If there's too much of it in the economy, then it's go- it's going to have a huge economic impact. Right, right? but now, my question I- is how would there be too much of it if all you're doing is transferring it from one person to another? Well, in that case, no, you wouldn't there wouldn't be too much of it, but at the same time, you're talking about an extremely frustrating game mechanic that would that would that's just not fun to deal with. You know, you you spend a lot of time in a game Running around doing quests, gaining money. You know, th- there's there's uh, money sinks in MMOs, 
And if you if you spend a lot of time doing quests to get money and someone just comes around and pickpockets you, that takes away from their money sink systems. A lot of people save up in-game currency so they can buy such things like training, which won't be in the game, but you know maybe mounts will be in the game that you pay for. Now, all of a sudden, there's a certain amount of money that's gone from, from their purse, or all of it, because someone pickpocketed you. And you saved up a lot of time and money and, and to, to get that mount. Now you no longer have that money in which to do so. But someone else does. So that's going to create this dynamic where everyone is going to be pickpocketing each other. And no one is going to be you know, doing the, the things that need to be done in order to gain currency the correct way, the way they designed it, in order to get those certain things. Not, right. Not, okay, so, okay. Not correct, but one of the, only, one of the ways. Because this is an MMO, fantasy MMO, there's no correct way to earn money if we're talking about all the different play styles. Because, yes, being a thief, why should I not be allowed to steal? Because that's my livelihood. What's that any different from a, a, a cleric? Okay, who may get who receive tithes for his services, or you know the crafter going out there making armor, making weapons, baking bread. Okay, it's all comes down to how we generate money. Right, and, and my my big problem is though you know this. Dave's got a great point. Horrible, you know, it's a good game decision. Overall, it's bad because one, pickpocketing, even though it's not being used by a lot of players, you know. It's still there. It's still a tool that you can use. Okay, and some players have been able to use it. All right. Now I'm coming from a background again. I'm bringing my ultimate online experience. Okay, and playing EverQuest One hardcore servers. So yeah, I'm used to getting killed and losing all my stuff to other players. All right, but you know what? I knew that when I joined that server. I knew that rule set going in there, so I knew what to expect. Right, but I mean, do you see? Do you see how how heavy and weighted this discussion is regarding just this one tiny little game mechanic? This this tiny little thing of being inside the game has the potential of completely screwing up everything else that is in the game in one fashion or another. Well, there are ways around that, though. Yeah, it but is, I mean, is, there's what... a great phrase that we all hate to hear, which is the GR, diminishing returns. <laughs> Two, uh, okay, immunity, sure. immunity to pickpocketing. Like again, all right, just like in other MMOs, if you're playing, if you're using player versus player combat, okay, you can't chain stun someone. Unlike WoW, um, who has still have to learn that. Okay, Dark Age of Camelot, uh, my Eldritch. If I stun someone, guess what? They're immune to my stuns for the next eight seconds. I can't stun them again. Right. Okay. Well, so I mean, incorporate yeah, those, yes. those kinds of mechanics into the game to sure. make it balanced. They could, they could do something like that. All right, maybe. But the, the fact of the matter is that it, you know, you got to go back to what Matt Fire said here. It makes things very, very, very difficult from a design standpoint. So they, they made, they didn't include it in the game simply because it's a tiny thing. It makes a huge problem that they have to design around which could create other game-breaking uh, scenarios that, that maybe we're just not aware of. So at the end of the day, you know, this is, this is a design decision to say it can be in the game, but if we put it in, it could create a tremendous amount of problems that could break the game and make things not fun. And I, I think he put it very, very well at the very end here. He says, basically, it's something that's a lot of fun for you, but not a lot of fun for everyone else. Yeah, and 
I mean, this is where you must have faith in the developers because I am sure they've tested this feature over and over, try, seeing if they could get it implemented. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they just just came out and said, "Oh yeah," and it's not going to be in there. I mean, this is this is an educated decision that they've made through you know trial, error, play testing, QA, which I'm sure they've tried to do. You know, and if and if if the developers say that look, like it, it can't work for these reasons, then you, you, we got to have faith in them and just you know trust them that you know they know what they're talking about because they obviously do. Well, and they do because you know what uh, they shot themselves in the foot by not allowing other factions to go into other people's territory, and that's why it doesn't work. I think yes, that's that's definitely that's part of it too. Why. Part yeah. of their. If I can't pitbuck the enemy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's part of this is is the PvP game. All right, so um, obviously, you know, we can we can we can make a whole podcast about this one subject. <laughs> um, but the fact is, is the, sure. the the conversation needs to move on, but it certainly doesn't end here. For the listeners out there who want to weigh in, send us an email and tell us all about this. Um, I'm sure this is going to be a discussion we'll have many, 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 many times. Um, especially, you know, when Joe uh, gets here next week, we'll we'll talk with him about it too. Um, so we're going to move on because there's more in this article. But before we do, I want to start with Lou, and then I want to go to Dave um, and just kind of shore up your your ends of this discussion. Starting with Lou. Well, again, I understand what they're trying to do and why they don't have it here. But you know, as they've said, they themselves have said, you know, they're looking at other games that are present, learning from what's there and what's not there. And I already provided a couple of great examples of how it works. So not for nothing, yeah, I, I'm I'm trusting them. But hey, I just gave you two sterling examples of how it could work. And Dave, it's better if I'm not muted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> you know, I think that they could take apart pickpocketing very easily and give certain classes or certain uh, abilities you know they could give them to players in a way to make it feel like it's incorporated in the game without actually incorporating it and I think that would be the best way is to give it to us piece by piece instead of just giving a full pickpocketing system and it not working right right Okay, so like I said, uh, you know, we, we got to move on, but you know, the, the discussion does not end here. Send us emails, and I'm sure as well uh, we will, because we're going to get a ton of emails on this. Oof, uh. yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the article doesn't really you know, explain why pickpocketing in ESO is detrimental to the game as a whole, um, but it just it sort of touches on it and then moves on very quickly. Um, what it does also do is it also mentions a couple of other things too. Um, so... Quick to note, all right. Fiery explains a little bit about why they are current, what they are currently calling adventure zones. And we've got a quote here for you, and I want to I want to tell you what he said. End quote. Uh, At the minute, we call them adventure zones. You can go and explore the wild the wilder parts of Tamriel, and our long term PVE content is based around these areas. So, if you're at a very high level but still want to play PVE. You can head to Adventure Zones and go explore solo or team up with similar players. It will probably tie some really big group quests into them. May I say something right here? Go for it. No. Okay, <laughs> bye. 
Uh, there We had a special podcast this past Monday, and I was complaining exactly about this. I said, why isn't the world bigger? This right here, I was literally smiling as you read this, Ivarwin. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is the the Elder Scrolls Explorer Dream. Shank Edition. Shank. Like, <laughs> this is so, Shank DLC. <laughs> I've only seen one other game actually do something like this right, which surprisingly was in Rift, and they had a system where you could just randomly join. It would teleport you to a questing area, give you a quest, and you'd go do it. And it was, it kept me playing that game. Even after I just grew terribly bored of it. I would love to see that as part of this. Right from the get-go. I think that's a great idea. Now, well, you know what? No, we can't really extrapolate. I was going to say, in these adventure zones, could you... I don't know if they've spoken anything or released anything about like the hunting system or you know traps and stuff like that. But I would imagine there's there's got to be something like cool like that in these adventure zones. These big, wilder areas. Well, I mean, you know, we were we were simply teased. Um, I'd love to hear more about Adventure Zones, and I'm oh, sure we too. will soon, for sure. But uh, this is this definitely looks very very good for that. Um, there's another thing. All right. Also, here are a few quotes that uh, give us a little information we've actually never heard before. Uh, and quote: We're really trying to de-emphasize quote unquote classes and make the players' development more about their choices. So, for example. We want to give everyone access to something like having pets if they want to, <gasps> if, I'm sorry. They, if they want to <laughs> right now, a perk lets you be a pet person. So you want that ability, you can go and get it end quote. Um, so this, this is, this is nice to point out because it, it shows you that they are trying to, it, it, I mean, he says it right here. Matt fire says it right here. They're looking to de-emphasize classes. So again, you know, we've always said on the show, classes are kind of like a, like a framework, if you will, it's a stepping stone, but they, the, the game, the meat of this game here is, is not necessarily class based. And, yeah. uh, it's Sorry. nice to hear that they're 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 doing a thing with uh with possible possibly having pets as a perk. And uh just to kind of coattail on that a little bit, if if there ever was a doubt if this is an Elder Scrolls game or not, I mean, guys, there's a direct quote. De-emphasize yeah. classes and make the de- players development more about their choices. A, like a pillar of Elder Scrolls is choice. You know, so I I don't understand. Like, if there are still doubters out there who says this is not a true Elder Scrolls game, this is straight from the horse's mouth. I don't know how you can possibly refute this, Lou. What do you have to say about this? Um, uh, it's great. I mean, it's good to know that he actually put that out there because, again, if we go back to Arena, Daggerfall, Oblivion, Morrowind, remember what do we see the character creation screen? You have the presets there. You can be a thief. You can be an acrobat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So yes, but remember that that beautiful button there too says custom class. Yeah. So not only did the Elder Scrolls always give you, hey, if you don't want to think about it, we can give you these twenty, thirty presets of stats, abilities, all set up for you. Play with it. Or since you've seen them all, you know what? Go out there, build your own. Yeah. Don't 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 look at us, but you know we we can give you thirty templates, but in the end, if you want to just do your own. Have at it. Have and at you know it. they've kept it. Dave, any thoughts? 
I couldn't care less. I have no intention of getting a pet. I mean, it's nice for the people who get it. It's like, this is one of those things. This is along the same lines of, hey, guys, we're including PvP. That's nice. Well, yeah, I'm sure. But um, what's what's encouraging is is the fact that they, number one, Matt Fire absolutely says we are trying to de-emphasize, quote, unquote, classes. That's a wonderful thing to have to have written down. Number two, um, it's nice to know that they're they're adding in through perks all all kinds of ways of playing this game. They're trying to figure out how do how do you think our our players are going to want to play this game, and they're you know they're they're coming up with ways and they're they're trying to enable the player to to do what they want to do in this game, and that's a wonderful wonderful thing to hear. Um, and the the last point, we believe me, guys, we've saved the best for last. Concerning combat through this article, all right, we learn this, and I quote, So you swing with the left mouse and you block with the right mouse. But, but, there are a couple of new moves, like a really fast left click, then right click will stun someone. Plus, things like double tapping a key to roll away. We're playing around with all of this now, but obviously with PVP, we have to keep on testing and refining. And this will be really and this will really be helped with the large number of testers we'll get in beta. That'll let us hone the system <laughs> on a large scale. So it, this is not something that Joe and I played at all in combat. That was not there. <laughs> Did you just get that feeling of chivalry? That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> I did. It really is like, you get to kick people, then you get to block them, and then you get to stab them while they're down. Right, well, that's, that's chivalry. <laughs> that's that chivalry. made me think of chivalry, like what was just said here, which is kind of nice, because I was thinking MMO gameplay. Your guy's standing, he shoots at somebody. He's still standing, and he shoots again. Yay! Right. <laughs> no, this is actually going to be something worth looking for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for, for those of you out there who are really looking for that action sort of, of combat system, um, I mean, it's it's pretty much spelled out right here. I mean, you you are going to be able to effectively dodge using, using your own keystrokes. You are going to be able to have sort of like keystroke combos in a way where where you can um, I'll quote it right again. Uh, really fast left click, then right click will stun someone. That's great to have. You know, maybe they'll do something with. Uh, maybe they'll. I'm sure they'll expand that further. But it's really nice to hear this sort of thing. Yeah, and that's one of the things that always uh, discouraged me from MMOs is the whole you click one. Your guy shoots a bow. You have no control over, you know, him drawing back the bow and like all that. But with what yeah. they're talking about here, I mean, man, they, what they're doing is taking the Elder Scrolls combat and making it better, if anything. Uh, Lou, what about you? What do you got to uh, weigh in on this? God, I'm, I'm liking how the combat development is coming out because. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, it's keeping in tune with the Elder Scrolls games. We all, you know, we all play and still play, you know. And I honestly think this will get a lot of players who haven't played MMOs before. It, it's a nice introduction to, you know, a combat system that's easy to learn. You know, yeah, hey, like what's what's hard to learn about? Left attack, right block. Okay, 
I got it. And after a while, you know, people will pick it up and they're not going to be scared of it. Yeah. He's, you and, said it, dude. Noobs to MMO. Yeah. Me. You know, new players. <laughs> you, know, you know they're going to hit a horror stories about combat, especially yeah. PvP. And that's going to be a deciding factor that drives people away from it because they're afraid to test it. But here, the way this sounds and the way they've shown it so far, what you guys have been able to see, you know, we all have high hopes. And you know what? I think they're going to be fulfilled. It's going to be a really easy system to learn, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know what? I'm, I can't wait to see what we can do to make it better because you know what? Players have a, have a great way of showing developers, hey, you know what? We tried this. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, one thing's for sure. When the beta comes out, we're all going to be experiencing something that we've never um, – We've never seen before regarding Elder Scrolls, and uh, I'm I'm extremely excited about that. Yeah, tennis elbow. Ah! <laughs> <Trap it up. laughs> well, regarding Elder Scrolls, we've seen tennis elbow. <laughs> right. And uh, just just to end off, all right. Uh, the article does say that uh, Fire noted in regards to crafting. Okay, Skyrim players should expect a familiar system. And also mentions the ability to enchant weapons. Now, that's not a quote, okay? They they briefly mentioned it in pretty much just as many words, okay? So so crafting, crafting's going to be familiar to Skyrim players, and that they do they are uh, how should I put this? Because I don't want to I don't want to make it so concrete, but gosh, it kind of sounded concrete in the in the article. Um, mentions They're the, suggesting. They, yeah, I would say they they would. They're definitely suggesting that weapon enchanting is going to be like a, like an enchanting profession might be in the game. Um, like I said, the article doesn't exactly say it. There's no quote from Matt Firer, all right. And we're not saying that enchanting is going to be concrete in the game, but they are saying that the ability to enchant weapons um, should should be there. So let's let's hope it goes full. Steam I mean, th- yeah, that, that's enough to just make me like hopeful. Anyway, yeah. you know what I mean? Without a doubt. Um, once again, that was uh, from from the Guardian. That's the name of the the UK based website um, when when they did their interview with with Matt Fire. Oof, ah, oof, heavy stuff, huh, guys? <laughs> it's fantastic, dude. Oh man, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Good t- good talking points on all that. Um, yeah. Let's let's uh, lighten things up a little bit and let's let's talk uh, talking a little bit about in game stuff. And I, I want to go with Shank first. Okay, I gotta scroll up to my notes. Cause you, oh man, you I have created... a lot of notes. <laughs> Shank's got his own page on the notes, just their own notes. <laughs> He's got all right. So it's this here. Page. <laughs> no, Lou, Lou's tacked on there, right there at the bottom. I, I'm interested <laughs> in this. It says created a new character, Redguard Chick. Redguard Chick, do D O O is her name. Okay, so. <sighs> I live streamed this, okay, and I got just as many questions. What is do? What, what is this do? Tell us about do. What's do all about? Do this is literally like the least inspiring story you will hear for like the rest of your life. <laughs> this this goes back to my uh, buddies in high school. Okay, like Ocarina of Time. We would play. Um, we played the absolute crap out of Ocarina of Time, along with I'm pretty sure everyone else on Earth. And we had created, like, so many... You know how you can name Link? We had we had created so many names for him. At this point, we just totally gave up and couldn't think of a name. So we were just like, whatever. We're going to be... We're going to call him Do. So we typed Do, and it's just sort of like a running inside joke between all my friends back home that, like, no matter what character you play for any game, the first character you create has to be named Do. <laughs> so this is, like, my sixth or seventh character... 
This and is, I ran out of the names, seven. so I went back to do. That's literally the that is like the most the least glorious story ever. But uh, it, yes, but uh, it was it was entertaining. <laughs> I think the spot for do in Boss's home with imaginary friends. I think I think all of us have a have a do story. I think we all have it. Chat room is saying Doopa Loompa, Doom, Doom Hammer, Doom Hammer. <laughs> all right, so tell us tell us about do. Alright, so do um, I got a shout out to uh, Mr. Widget here because I, I, I created a red guard and she is smoking hot, guys. I'm sure there's pictures on my Twitter. She's got Dova Floss and I'm doing something I've never done before. Uh, I've done pieces of this type of playstyle, but never, you know, in tandem. So what I'm doing, I'm only focusing on four things right now smithing, which is my primary trade skill, and chanting as a secondary. And then one-handed, and what I'm doing with one-handed is, you know, dual-wielding with the, the swords, not daggers. I want to go straight up swords the, uh, for the skill tree. And heavy armor. And the reason I'm doing enchanting and smithing, I think those two paired together can be extremely powerful. Because you can smith crazy jacked armor, and then it, as, as well as weapons, and then enchant the crap out of them. So then you can just... Especially coupled with the dual wielding, I mean, you can put a lot of effects on your armor and weapons, and I, I've honestly, I've never done that before, and I really want to explore it. So, that's my sort of unorthodox playstyle, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but anyway. Hey, you know, I mean, uh, I'm excited to see how this is going to turn out. Are you going to Are you going to talk about about your red guard um, each week now, or or is this kind of like you know? Uh, like a tertiary character that maybe you'll come no, to. No, 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 um, no. I, I'm like literally the exact opposite of Lou. He has alt-itis. I have solo player-itis or single-character-itis. I don't even so know. So would that, that be Solatus? Is that Solatus. Solatus. Yes. Solatus. Yeah, we can, we can go with that. We can go with that. <laughs> so, Shane. Shane, you, you've never done enchanting to 100 before? Never, dude. Never. Really? Yeah. Dude, I, that's you a thing. have never... to try... Okay, trust me on this. Enchant your gear with, like, as much frost and fire resist as possible. Frost and fire resist, okay. Because it makes fighting a dragon hilarious. Yeah, I remember you telling me this, Dave. <laughs> you had all this resist on your gear, and they didn't even, like, breathe fire or frost at you. Yes, they, they would just, just like, fly at me and just like, what am I doing here? Like, do I really <laughs> have to fight this guy? It, it, nothing will happen. Like... I, re- I enchanted um, Daedric armor as much as possible. I had it ma- put up to legendary. It was ridiculous, and th- the dragons won't even touch you. Just try it. It's, it's dude. It's, that sounds that's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be spending a lot of uh, resources doing this. But uh, yeah, to answer <laughs> By your the question, way, Shank, the chat room is having just an absolute blast with with this name. We've got it's, we've got. I know this is awesome. Crispy crackers is saying Duva Keen. We've got Sergeant Har- Sergeant Hall. Uh, Home monitor saying uh, do 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 Roda, Scooby Doo, <laughs> Brinsmundian saying do or do not. There is no red guard. You know, I'm <laughs> still waiting for someone in game to say to to Shank, "Hey, you need to scale that mountain, do." The, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, just just Dave, just go reload your previous save on that one, buddy. Does oh, does do run crisis? Doing this? <laughs> <Just> do. <laughs> do the do. <laughs> oh god! All right, so tell us, tell us, you started the companion. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, you had a question. Is this going to be my character? Yeah, this is going to be. I, I only play one character at a time. I never, ever, ever play alts. I, I can't do it. So, yes, every time you see me live stream for the foreseeable future now, it will be with do. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I started the companions because I feel like that's a logical place to start with such a build of a character. Um, and you probably saw from my pre-show that I was like uh, scrolling through pictures. Yep, definitely met Ayla. Um, hot. And so, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So I got like the initial quest. You know how you get those. Uh, you get quests to kind of like do some me- um, menial tasks until you get like an actual main quest for the companions. So I got that and was told to go kill a bandit leader. Killed a bandit leader. And, um, you know, just kind of walk south. And this is where I sort of started a live stream. And this is this is just, you know, vintage Shank right here. Just wandering around, not doing much of anything. But somehow people actually watch me do it, which blows my mind. The, all, the whole two people on Earth. So I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I started at the Guardian Stones and just started walking north to Windhelm um, just because I haven't really done that walk in a while. And I was like, whatever, I'll just do it. It should be fun. I started out at, uh, it was like 7 or something in the morning in the game. En route, I found Ivarwin's dead Nord girl. And I do this Aww. literally every single time I see her now. Aww. I can't, like, not do it. <laughs> and I picked <laughs> this I, I like I picked her up and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like pay homage to Ivarwin and just kind of like float her down the river. So I did that. I put her in the river and she just lazily floated to the opposite side and just like like got stuck there. She hit the. Uh... <laughs> she hit a rock. <laughs> she, she unceremoniously just washed up on the other side of the bank, and it was like literally the biggest anticlimax I've ever seen in the game. Did you have a moment where you just your your arms kind of just fell to your side, and you're like, oh? <laughs> I actually, it was it was more like I collapsed sideways on my couch because I was laughing, looking at the image of her just stuck on the opposite bank, not moving. She literally floated ten feet, <laughs> <laughs> and there was Shank singing songs. Hosting her, and I got oh oh. Anticlimactic. <laughs> so journey, oh, you're you're still here. <laughs> uh, so, I just love no the fact that I'm getting trolled in 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 Shanks one player game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she just kind of got stuck. So I I did what I usually do, and I looted her corpse and kept walking. Good man, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. You're cycling. That's good. <laughs> nice to see that. So I continued walking my way up north, and I found Treasure Map 3 and showed the chat room where it is, and for you guys, the internet, where it is. So if you know where Mixwater Mill is, is along the river. Um, it's on the western banks of the river. If you cross the river, it's just northeast. There's like an, there's a sort of abandoned sort of shack right along the river. But be, there's usually a bear or a saber tooth in there, so you have to kill that guy. But inside, there's a chest with treasure map three inside, and I don't know if I should tell people where the treasure map points to because I, I just won't. So, selfish. <laughs> well, because dude, it would like ruin it for people if I just told everybody like the thousands of people that listen to us. You know, it's their yeah. it's their future. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> 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 I, I, uh, yeah, I went up to Windhelm, joined up with the Stormcloaks, uh, because I haven't done the Stormcloak side in a while, killed an Ice Wraith. Oh, guys, so speaking of the Ice Wraith, um, 
Galmar Stonefist, the dude, you know how he gives you like a couple potions? He's like, oh yeah, this should help you with your Ice Wraith battle. One of them was a poison. And I don't know how, I don't know if any of you guys have played with poisons before, but that's something I'm trying to do in this game because I keep seeing them everywhere and I've never ever played with poisons. Oh, you're missing out, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're exactly. great for a backstabbing um, thief, I'll tell you that. Oh, I yeah. bet. So what I've done is I like I pick up literally every single poison. Every spider I kill, they drop their the the venom. Yeah. I always pick that up and just coat my blades with it and Good stuff. it's Oh my god, dude! It is. I've never played this way, and it is so effective. There, it is. I mean, there's some paralyzing poisons. I mean, you if you have like, let's say you're doing dual wielding, and you you put some paralyzing poison on your on both of your swords. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're a dual wielder, usually what happens is you you're getting you're getting you know two or three guys coming at you all at once. So you you whip that out and poison those blades. The first guy falls like a rock and just lays there for a few seconds. And then, you know, it's, so you, it's a great crowd control sort oh, of uh, sure. sort of thing. Yeah, but I, I've only found one paralyzed po- poison, and I, I'm beginning to think they're just really super rare drops. Either that or I'm just a very low level still. I think it's best to – well, it does they, – they do pop up more often as you start getting higher in level, but it, it's best to make them. Ah, okay. You got to make them. I think you need like death knell or something. Uh, it's part of it. Oh yeah, well th- those are, should be at cemeteries or whatever. But anyway, that's that kind of sad. I know. Um, <laughs> I play this game too much. Uh, no such thing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I uh, what are you talking about. Yeah, I no. know. It's not Thursday. It's Tardos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I. Uh, yeah, I got poisons, and I was walking south towards Riften. Um, you know, so if you go up towards Kynesgrove, up on the, uh, the 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 furthest eastern portions of Skyrim, there's actually so you know there's a road that goes south into Riften. But if you go further east of that, there's like a sort of plateau where there's a bunch of uh, other locations like uh, orc strongholds, caves, mines, um, imperial camps, and stuff. So I went up there and just did a whole bunch of exploring because I think that that's a it's a pretty cool little area. And while I was there, so there, there's a there's a cave called Stony Creek Cave. Okay, it's 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 uh, just south of the uh, Imperial camp, that's uh, just bordering the Rift and East March. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's the Stony Creek because there's a there's a little boat and there's a tiny little pond right outside. The important thing to take away though, if you go into Stony Creek Cave, it's just you know got your regular bandits, but there's a very little small waterfall in there, and if you can jump up to the tunnel. Where the uh, you know the, the the mouth of the waterfall, mm-hmm. it is actually a tunnel, and you, you can follow it. And what it does is it takes you to a like basically like a hidden Dwemer ruin named Kagrenzel, and it is directly east of Stony Creek Cave, like way way up in the mountains. If you're standing at Stony Creek Cave outside, it will not show up on your map because it is that far east. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So you can actually – yeah, so you can actually – and I, I found this in like my first playthrough and just haven't bothered to like do it since. But anyway, I figured I'd share it here because it's really cool. If you guys haven't found it, it's called Kagrenzel. And you can actually walk all the way from Stony Creek Cave underground to the ruin and vice versa. That's pretty awesome. So all right. So like what's, what's, the, quick, what's the quick explanation of this or for, for those who, who kind of perked up with that one a little bit? What's, what's the quick way? To get there? No, 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 no. Just the the quick explanation. The, so, so you're in a cave, right? What's the name of the cave? Stony Creek Cave. Stony okay, Creek you're in cave. a cave. 
Stony Creek Cave, south of the Imperial uh, Camp, just on the border of East March and the Rift. Okay. You start at Stony Creek Cave, go inside the cave. And there's a waterfall, and, and on the top yes, of the there, waterfall... Well, there's, there's, you'll see a stream. It, you'll see the creek of Stony Creek Cave. Yeah. You kill the bandits inside, and you come to like a sort of opening clearing area where there's a t- like you'll see the uh, uh, a small waterfall opening down into uh, like a little pool area. Right. And then you go through the mouth in there, yep. and it you leads you jump. to a Dwimmer ruin. Yep, you have to – jumping up to the mouth is kind of tricky, but you right. can do it. It'll take you a couple attempts, but you can do it. You get up to the mouth, which is a little tunnel, and you just continue in the tunnel. And you continue into the tunnel, and it'll say like on your screen, to Kagrenzel. And you can just continue walking, and it seamlessly takes you. Wow. Well, after a load screen, it takes you into the, the, the Dwemer ruin. That's brilliant. And, and you can do it vice versa too. Mm-hmm. You can start at Kagrenzel, but the thing is, Kagrenzel is way, way up in the mountains. You need to do like some serious like parkour up the mountains to get to it. <laughs> parkour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so once you've parkour, uh, and the interesting thing is, if you go, if you start at Kagrenzel, okay, mm-hmm. there's like a secret. Uh, it's sort of like a puzzle-ish thing that you have to figure out. I'm not going to tell you how to figure it out, but once you do figure it out. It will literally, like, the mouth of the thing, the the floor will literally open up and you will fall. You will just fall. And this in the game is the longest uninterrupted fall in the game. I'm pretty sure you fall for, like, a solid 10 seconds. (laughs) You stop screaming, going, ah! uh, uh, (laughs) ah!" Stop screaming, check your watch. (laughs) Start writing a memoir halfway down. (laughs) Yeah, you're up there, you're, you're high-fiving Gandalf. Hey, Gandalf, what's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so as, as you fall, you will, you will pass Gandalf. <laughs> and you'll fall into this giant... And, dude, I'm telling you, this thing, if you look up, it is huge huge it is like you cannot believe that this existed and you had no idea about it wow. it is to me it's like a mini black reach just because of how long the fall is but at the very bottom you can go into stony creek cave through the use of tunnels but you have to find it and i found it in my first game 100 percent by accident and when i found it i was like i mean that that's the feeling of exploration you get you know from elder oh, yeah. scrolls You're like oh my god i just found this and like how have i not found this before sort of thing you know it sounds like the kind of thing that you'll only find by chasing after a lost puppy that's running away from me you know <laughs> oh, now i'm sad about lost puppies no oh no lost puppies no <laughs> It was it was amazing. So anyway, I I, cho- I showed the uh, the guys on the live stream, uh, you know, how to get to it, and figured it, they they think it was kind of cool. Uh-huh. Uh, got to Riften a solid two hours and fourteen minutes after I had left the Guardian Stones in real time, and by this time it was like nighttime in the game. Okay, that's ugh, God. I love walking around in this game. So I just sort of went to Riften, joined up the Dawn Guard quickly, and then walked back towards Falkreath. And by the time I got back to Falkreath, it was midnight. Um, walked up, got... Uh, it's late. Time treasure. to turn in at that point. You know? <laughs> I know. But, uh, I mean, dude, the, the world beckons. El- the the t- Skyrim beckons. Like, you, how do you just put down the controller and stop playing? The next you know? day was a Daedric summoning day. You know, I get to bed. <laughs> Tomorrow's party. <laughs> <laughs> how am I doing up so late? Would you like to sleep? For how long? Eh, tap, tap, tap. Three hours. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. 
don't want to miss uh, putting putting flowers on Kinnereth's uh, stone there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Don't even joke about that because I have done that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I I went and got the treasure for Treasure Map Three, mm-hmm. and I helped Ivar win Mod his game. But I don't want to get too much into that because perhaps you might want to speak to that. But I had. Guys, if you'll uh, humor me for a second, my my the chat room asked me a very interesting question, which I made sure to write down here. Mm-hmm. They asked me what would be my first ESO character, and oh. I figured we could just go really quickly, just going one by one. But I said I would be a stealthy archer chick, specifically a Bosmer of the Old Mary Dominion. Okay, not bad. Uh, I mean, I I played the Templar. I really enjoyed it. I don't know what's to come, um, but I, from you know, I really enjoyed Templar. So I I sort of feel like that's going to be my, you know go-to class I, you know I'm, I'm waiting to see what what's coming out so what about you dave um oh god wait you want you want me to talk about wait what i know it's hard dave so we'll go with lou <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to make my altmer dual wielding assassin okay oh and then yeah dave what what class do you think you'll roll in in eso what kind of guy oh, or girl god. will you play in eso I know decisions, decisions. <laughs> Don't make me make this choice because I've, I've, <laughs> no. I've already, I've already said that my main's going to be a sorcerer. But okay. my sorcerer is probably going to end up wielding a freaking pike staff. So hmm. <laughs> it's, it, you know, Dave. It's, can, can you give me a, a rain check? Let me answer this. You later really don't. I, have I need to, to write down like ten different characters. That's that fine. You, you don't have to commit right now. We'll we'll let you decide. Some more yeah, th- there's there's no free up. There's <laughs> no free up. Like, that's like asking a four year old, "What does he want to be when he grow, grows up?" You don't yeah. do that. No, it's every re- other day he's going to have a different answer. It's really not. It's really nothing like that at all, actually. <laughs> but okay. Space cowboy president. Hey, <laughs> exactly. I want to be that. <laughs> So yeah, um, I mean that concludes my gameplay. I just thought I'd share a couple of cool little tidbits I had, and uh, yeah, keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep you know playing with Dew and live streams and everything will be with her as well as any of my weekend game stuff. So sweet. That's about it, guys, for my end. Cool. All right. So then, um, real quick, I want to mention the the awesome news that dropped today: Elder Scrolls soundtracks, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim now available on iTunes. Holy crap. <laughs> so like last year I wanted to get the Skyrim soundtrack, right? And it wasn't on iTunes even though I looked. And uh I had to I had to get it off of Jeremy Soul's website. Nope, no problem. I no big deal. I, I threw my money at the guy without a problem. Take my money. Take my Take money. Take my money, Take please. It. Give me your your money. Here. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's and it's been a, a great purchase for me because I, I have listened to it all year. I, I I'm not slowing down with it. So I, I was looking for Marwin and Oblivion, right? And and it's not on iTunes until today. Uh, Marwin is now available on iTunes. It is nine ninety nine. Oblivion is available as well for nine ninety nine. The entire four disc library, including the forty two minute long Skyrim Atmospheres track. Is I'm now, sorry, can you, what, what, what was that about Skyrim? The entire four-disc library. Four-discs, guys. Oh, my God. With the 42-minute-long track called Skyrim Atmospheres is also available on <laughs> iTunes for fifteen ninety nine. 
I bought this last year for like 25 and change or something. Couldn't you just see somebody like listening to the 42 minute long track and going, wait for it. This is the good part. Oh no, wait. I, I, wait, is it? I'm is not kidding part? you. I'm not kidding you. When I tell you this, I listen to that fourth disc every night when I go to sleep and I just put it on repeat. I wake up to it and go to sleep to it every single day. Wait, Ivarwin, how, how many discs is the Skyrim soundtrack again? Skyrim soundtrack is four discs. Four. And it's it's for fifteen ninety nine on iTunes. Okay, and again, Marwin and Oblivion are also available for nine ninety nine. This is unbelievable, unbelievable deal. I've got I've got all three on my computer right now in my iTunes library. Over five hours of Elder Scrolls music. What I, this is is a steal right here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> It's Man, fantastic. I wish I would. I could agree and didn't play my game muted. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, music <laughs> off. <laughs> for for those of you out there who aren't weird like Dave. Uh, <laughs> also um, available is Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, Dishonored, and Rage soundtracks as well on iTunes now, um, which is which is great if you're if you're huge fans of of those games. I really like the Fallout New Vegas soundtrack was considering getting that as well. But, um, man, I, I, I hurled, hurled my money at Oblivion and Morrowind today. I was just like, <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Um, and Dragonborn is available for, for pre- <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. Uh, topic, you know? Uh, Dragonborn is available for pre-order on Steam Saturday, January 26th. Bethesda... <laughs> I should say I should say Lordas Morningstar twenty sixth. Uh, Beth- Bethesda offers the Dragonborn DLC to pre order on Steam for nineteen ninety nine. They also offered for one day only Skyrim, Dawnguard, and Hearthfire for fifty percent off on Steam. Hope you guys were able to take advantage of that sale. Uh, but you can still pre order. Can still pre order Dawnguard, Dragonborn, Dragonborn, Dragonborn. 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 And uh, can we just provide our the internet, our listeners, with the the release date for da- uh, Dragonborn? Yes, February fifth is <laughs> when funny. Dragonborn is coming to PC. That is this Tuesday. This Tuesday. Oh, uh, you're killing me. I should say Tirados with an I. Tirados. <laughs> 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 That's my thing now. That is that is my thing. Um, okay, so. That was fun. That was interesting. Did, does anyone have anything to say about this stuff? Dave, you've been gasping for air. I want it! You go away! Give it to me! <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? Five days? God, they're jerks! It's right there! I want to play with it. Um, Crispy Crackers in the chat room is saying I, I might not have to throw my PS3 out the window, finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I can't wait for Dragonborn to come out because I'm going to go sell my liver for enough money to pay for this thing. I'm pretty sure that you'll get more than what's required for a liver. I don't know how much you drink. Maybe not, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, speaking of Dragonborn, I've been, uh, I've been leveling my paladin or at least attempting to anyway, trying to level his gear. So when Dragonborn comes out, I don't get slapped around like a, like a, like a wimpadin. That is why I made a new character actually was for Dragonborn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like why I made my new character. That's pretty cool. 
because I'm getting ready for it. I want it to be fresh. Fresh. And we're fresh. coming out of the gate. Yeah, so I'm still... Dave was making fun of me because I'm still in my my Dwimmer gear. No, I wasn't making fun we of totally you. Making, if you tuned into the live stream the other day, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, okay. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't officially making fun of you because no one could <laughs> see me pointing and laughing. <laughs> I was pointing and laughing doesn't mean that it was official. Okay. Dave wasn't laughing with you. He was laughing at you. I've heard there's a difference. My mother tried to teach me that. (laughs) I got a lot of people pointing and laughing at me in the second grade, and I thought they were, like, laughing with me. (laughs) No. (laughs) That scarred me. So... So um, this week, I actually I picked up my Paladin again and sort of like left my other tunes to just kind of hang out for a bit because I'm feeling a bit anxious regarding Dragonborn and my gear. Um, so what started out as, as a really good effort to try and gather up material to start making um, Ebony gear turned into five hours of me just roaming around Skyrim doing odd quests and Dave making fun of me on, on the live stream. <laughs> she wouldn't After take we... my 30 things. Well, that's because you only have 22 of them. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, I went into Blackreach and I tried, uh, finishing that, that quest for the Crimson Nern route. Yes. The Crimson I thought the whole thing was bugged. Cause I've, I've literally like attempted to do this quest about four or five different times. And every time I go back to the, to the red guard woman, um, I think she's right. She might be an elven. I think she's dark elf. Um, she's dark elf. Yeah. She, Sarathi, yeah. right? Sarathi's farm. That would be it. Yeah. She's dumber. Yeah. Um, her dumber. She wouldn't. T- <laughs> <laughs> Who you call him dumber? <laughs> oh, all right. Dune Mare. Dune Mare. She wouldn't take them from me. And I'm like, oh, come on. It says right here, I've collected 30. I've collected 30 Crimson Nernroot. Why aren't you taking Why aren't you taking So I, I, I was telling Dave, this is all live on, on our in our chat room. Ah, oh, the quest is bugged. It's bugging. I don't know what's going on. It's like, oh, well, why don't you check to see if you physically have an inventory? Uh, and I, I checked to see if it was physically in my inventory. And sure enough, I did not have 30. In fact, I had 22. You want to know something cool? Uh, so, Cinderian, right? He is actually in Oblivion. Oh yeah. So you, that journal that you find from him, when I found it, it was a huge smile on my face because like it was so cool because it he, it, oh my god, it was because you do a quest for Cinderian, uh, Ivar. When you're playing Oblivion, I don't know who else uh, you guys might be playing Oblivion as well. But- no, I was I was no Joe's playing Oblivion. I was I was playing. Um, I am playing. I am playing Morrowind. Sure. So whenever you, uh, so whoever else, you know, might be listening and is playing in Oblivion, go to Skingrod. And there, there's a guy named Sindarian in Skingrod, and he gives you a cool quest regarding Nernroot. And he was kind of like this huge alchemist guy. So that's when I found out that they put him, well, a you reference know, to him, yeah, yeah. In in Skyrim, that was super cool, and it, it, I love it when like games of a series, you know, reference each other. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah I like it when movies reference their titles, like in the beginning of the movie when they display the title. No, like when like during the movie when they say the title of the movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so that actually I I did I went back into Blackreach and uh, much to the much to the chat room's dismay and, and Dave's annoyance and I collected 30, 30 new Nern root. I had I yeah had because more that go. didn't take long at all. No, not at all. It was only and eight. how was that dragon you killed? That was totally awesome because Dave tells me he goes go uh, go Fusroda that that uh, that lamp up there. You know, the chandelier, the hanging chandelier inside Blackridge. <laughs> so I was like, all right, okay, cool. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I've done this before, but, you know, whatever. So I go running up there, and I do it. Not only did I did I I use um, it's an overpowering shout. And it's, what is it called again? I, I keep forgetting. Unrelenting, Unrelenting force. Unrelenting force. Oh, overpowering shout. <laughs> Unrelenting force. Really I, bad breath, yeah. I did this, I did this once, waited. Oh, it's not working. Oh, go to a higher place, Varwin. Okay, sure. I go to a higher place, do it again. Oh, it's not working. Oh, okay, maybe you should go a little further, a little closer. Okay, fine, do it a third time. Then I decide to tell Dave, oh, you know what? I've done this before. And maybe, like, he doesn't he doesn't uh, respawn like, like all the farmer do in Black. <laughs> I'd like to say that I almost have that indention out of my forehead from bashing my head against my desk. I'm pretty sure Dave, if Dave was here, he would have choked me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fairly certain that 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 I would have been choked. <laughs> Poor Dave, wasting his time with me. But uh, I got my paladin up to 45, so I was happy about that. That was definitely cool for me because I haven't. It's been a while since I've I've gained a level with him. It's getting tougher and tougher now. Um, I also started a new mage today. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little, going full mage? Little magey girl. Full mage! Full, full mage. mage? Yeah. Never never go full mage. mage. You never go full mage. Never go full mage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go full mage. It, it'll be good. Full mage and Stormcloak. What's, uh, what's, what race? Um, Bosmer. Not Bosmer. I said Bosmer. I don't mean Bosmer. Breton? Breton. Thank you. Yeah, Breton. Breton chicks are pretty cute. Orcish. No, not Orcish. Nordic. No, not Nordic. Breton. Breton. Yeah, Breton. Uh yeah yeah little little Breton girl she's she's cute named her Jenny. <laughs> I get the reference. Get the reference right yeah yeah it's not I hard. don't get it if Arwen no I do I'm just kidding I know <laughs> you should have named it uh, Lady Varwin Lady of Arwen no Lady Varwin Lady Varwin Lady Varwin like, Lady Lady plus of Arwen like one word because you can only give one name hyphenated or non no sure. it's fine man oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be so pretentious. Oh, I have a last hyphen name. Oh, aren't you special? All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your descendants will appreciate this. <laughs> so, uh, um, what's, text from her. <laughs> what I what I like about this is this is the first time I'm I'm actually playing a mage character and seriously enjoying it. Can I ask you what type of mage are you playing? Like a conjure, offensive mage, defensive I'm, mage? I'm going. I'm going really easy right now, and I'm doing. I'm doing offensive. I'm putting. I'm putting my points into destruction magic. But yeah. I'm also uh, looking at conjuration too. So so now I have like. I'll tell you right now, mages when they get to be able to play with oak flesh and and oh like my god, ebony like flesh. That, oh yeah. my god, it's You're, so much fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting into that yeah i got i got oak flesh and um, oh. i'm using that along with my my destruction magic um, <laughs> it doesn't sound right i got oak flesh i got Ew. oak flesh right now guys Ew. <laughs> wow Ew. keep that to yourself Bird. dude 
Um, but spell right, man. The, my favorite spell right now is I'm I'm using the bound sword and and uh, sparks. It's such yeah. a cool combo because you know you got this this uh, melee guy running at you and I'm I'm hitting him with sparks, which is eating away his stamina, and he comes up to me and I pop him in the face with my 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 bound sword, and it makes That's... me feel cool. So are you, are you thinking about doing any conjuration? I'm right now. I'm going destruction, and I'm dabbling well, in conjuration here and there. Yeah, the the bound sword's gonna level up your conjuration. Right. Um, that gets ridiculous later on. Um, yeah. It, have you ever gotten conjuration to ninety? No. Because you get a quest from the college when you hit ninety with conjuration. They send you up to the rooftop, and you have to fight a daedra. Oof, uh, what? I've never yeah. done that. You kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And uh. I find after it more interesting fighting, that, that Shank has actually never done this. <laughs> after you fight him, you get something for it. Okay. Alright. Oh my god. Yeah, I've never done because I've never been a high-level mage. I just get too frustrated. Like I just It's tough. It is it really is difficult. Tough. It's really That's hard. What I want to see from ESO. I want to see quests that you have to do to learn your magic. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, and that is I mean that's perfect. You said that's that would be amazing, dude. Like, yes, I can help you learn, you know, this spell, but you need to like it's going to be like an actual like lesson for you, you know, to mm-hmm. do it. That that would I completely agree with you. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, that would be nifty. Nifty. You know what's nifty, Dave? What? Uh your your gameplay for this week. I want to hear all about it. Tell me about Sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I want to say that this is how it is on this show. Whenever I have a ton of notes, it uh-huh. seems that I've done nothing. Yeah. But like this time, I have one line of notes from Skyrim, and I spent a ton of time playing. Doesn't that always seem... That's, like... that's usually how it goes. Yeah. You know why? I spent all this time playing and did absolutely nothing. Oh, oh my. Yeah, welcome to Shank's world. Yeah. I just I just roamed around playing Shank's with my world. dark elf chick. Picking flowers. that one. Um... I talked about my my new dark elf, dark elf chick, right? The one that's going to go full melee, nothing else. Um, you know what? I I I usually re-listen to okay. the, the former well, week's episode. I will give you a refresher. I don't remember, so please re- okay. refresh me. I I'm taking it on because I have always had issues with with gearing up my dude off of like doing my trade skills and trading and speechcraft and pickpocketing. And all the other stuff that actually doesn't involve you in the middle of a battle. So, my guys have always been ridiculously weak and get pummeled later in life. This time, I'm not letting myself do that. I'm sticking straight with melee, going... I'm actually using a mace and shield right now on my Dark Elf. And that's, like, all I'm doing. Heavy armor, crazy weapons... I refuse to do even even cooking or anything. No smithing, no no enchanting. Okay, yeah, no. I remember this now. Well, now I'm getting to the problem where being in the <laughs> middle of a fight, I'm getting my butt kicked. Why? I've been dying. Why? Because I'm only melee. I'm not even using range. No spells, no, no bow and arrow. Yeah, but if you have appropriate level gear, I mean, I, I imagine you're, wear, you're wearing heavy armor, right? Yeah, yeah, but... Okay. I'm still like because I'm I'm not sneaking or anything. I'm walking into the groups of people and they're just like pouncing me. What are so, you using for weapons then? 
I'm using the best thing I I found. It's well, not what, like I'm, I'm not using the best thing I found. Right, but like what what are you using? Are you yeah. going two handed? Are you going? I'm, I'm going one hand sword and board. Well, mason board. Okay. Have you put points into your one handed tree and your and your block well, skill? I'm, I'm still really low level. Oh well, what level are you? I'm only like level ten, maybe. Well, ah. that's that's part of it. Yeah, I know it takes time, but that's yeah. where I'm at right now, and I'm kind of like I want to start working on alchemy, but I'm scared that I'm going to weaken myself by doing it. No, you're not. Can I can I give you a quick? Uh, uh, no, have you no, done alchemy no, before? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've done alchemy before. Okay, yeah, I was just about to say because it's it's pretty hard. <laughs> you know, I've done it. I think I've gotten 100 alchemy twice now on Phoenix. What? You know what though? There's 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 apps out there for your phone that yeah. make alchemy so Dude, much easier. Dude, I'll tell you right now, bear claws. Bear yeah. claws are ridiculously good for alchemy. Mm-hmm. Like the hostess. Oh, snap. Oh, no, sorry, like, wrong <laughs> now I want a bear claw not, though. Not that bear. Okay, sorry, wrong bear claw. I've got this thing. I have a droid, and it's called um, it's called Skyrim Alchemy. And I downloaded this about a year ago. It's still awesome. I'm literally getting it right now. It's it's a great it's great Skyrim Alchemy Helper. It's it's awesome stuff. Ball. Yeah, I recommend that, and uh, I recommend it to you, Dave. If you want. Well, I'm I'm gonna start picking up Resto a little bit, and I know I may walk into Alchemy just a little bit, but I think that's all I'm gonna do. Different than I am right now, just to keep myself up gotta do something to keep yourself I, up. I know, but I, I like, was walking up High Hrothgar, Hrothgar. and there was that snow... The giant uh, freaking manka cat from Star Wars pounced on no, you. No, not, not the manka cat. <laughs> the, the freaking, uh... The, the, the snow troll. Oh. Frost troll, God, thank I you. hate that uh, frost troll. Yeah, yeah that frost troll that. just hops down. He was all like, what's up, bro? <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> He did. He, <laughs> no, that one goes there. That one goes there. <laughs> scared the crap out of me because I was like just shaking when he came at me, and I, I was taking out other trolls, normal trolls. I was spanking them, but this one Gross. just walks up. I start hitting him, and he's all like, "Do you even lift, bro?" And I was like, "Ah!" and ran away, and it was rough. Um, well, I mean, do you have? I mean, did you did you ever find that book or read that book? I think it's called um, like you know how to kill a troll, how to kill a troll, or yeah, it's about creatures tro- of Skyrim, like bestiary of Skyrim what? or something. Uh, using fire on them. Yeah, yeah. Except once again, I'm not using fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like you're about to get pwned. Pen. I know. I pretty much just ran past him to get to the top of High Hrothgar. <laughs> That's what I did my first game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm up there now, so that's that's a legitimate playing style. Running running away yeah. like a ninny Run with your hands like in the air. Punk. That's exactly what I do. Like <laughs> I can defeat you everything can... and anything I can't defeat, I can run faster than. <laughs> um, really quick, this app is ridiculous, isn't it? I love that app. It's great. It's totally awesome. Totally. Um one other thing I wanted to talk about. This is my first official ESO notes in here, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, even though the game hasn't even released. I'm not even in the dang beta or anything yet, but here I go. I want to just say that I have joined the Elder Scrolls Off the Record Guild on <gasps> Tamriel Foundry. 
<gasps> what up? ESOTR, you joined that guild, ESOTR? Yes, I've joined the ESOTR guild on Tamriel Foundry, and mean, I'm, I was happy to do it. You mean to tell me you went to www.tamrielfoundry.com forward slash groups and clicked on the uh, Aldmeri tab and found us right there, ESOTR guild, and joined? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> only slightly, only slightly. Um, I also applied because... I want to experience everything going on. I, I also applied for the Entropy Rising Guild. Oh, that's because that is the the one and only uh, official guild for Tamriel Foundry. Guild, Tamriel Foundry, and I applied there too. So that that'll be pretty nifty. So yeah. I'll see how that goes. Good for you. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. Um. We've. Uh, I, I, I looked. I think the last time I saw, which was earlier today, we had like maybe nineteen or twenty uh, guildmates already. And Dude, at 25 when I was done. Are you kidding me? Wow. No. Joe only posted that, I think, yesterday. Dave, when did you sign up? Jeez. Today, like before yeah. the show. I'm behind the curve. I haven't even signed up yet. Yeah. Dude, oh my I God. signed up this afternoon. What the hell have you been doing? I know. I saw you on there. I was like, oh, man, Lou's on here, too. And I was in there because I was trying to get the information for the notes. I was doing the notes today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be editing tonight. <laughs> I'll get to it. Hopefully tomorrow I'll get to it. So, yeah. I'm uh, looking at our site here in the live stream, our Tamriel Foundry. Here we Reality go. Is 31 members just now. 31 members. What? Sweet Papa John's. <laughs> nobody got top of that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's let's uh, let's move let's move on along here to to the crafting table before we before we jump into to lose gameplay. And uh, I want to just mention Dwimmer Mining Facility by S S S I four Yer Y E R. Really quick, are they mining Vespine gas? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I saw rocks. That he wanted us a back match. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, you know what? I have to say, I almost didn't include this guy's mod because of his name. So, S-S-S-I-4-Y-E-R. If you're listening, change that name, man. You're killing me right now. <laughs> you're totally killing me. All right, so so what is Dwimmer Mining Facility? Well, here it is. Uh, as, per, as per the author, he says, this mod offers you to build your own mining facility. List of necessary materials you will find in the guide facility located northwest of the Riften, the Riften, the Riften, the Riften <laughs> Dwarven smithing perk is required to begin construction. When you built it, you'll need Dwarven oil to activate DLC free. So apparently you don't need DLC in order to, to get this mod, but you build it in the same way that you build anything in Hearthfire. So I, I'm not sure since I have all the DLC, if it is actually DLC free, so so uh, be aware of that. What does this North- thing do? What's that? No, I'm just thinking out loud. Northwest of Riften. I'm trying to figure out like where on the map. The Riften. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Go ahead. It's the Riften. The Riften. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Henceforth, so it should be referred to as the Riften. The Riften. <laughs> just like we go to the uh, s- s- winter winter grasp. Just as you may call me the doctor. The doctor, right. <laughs> the winter hold. 
Uh, so after it's built, you'll you'll basically pull a lever that's located on the machine, and you got to wait 24 hours, and it drops various various ores and soul stones for you to collect. That's basically what this thing does. So for miners out there, um, if you're if you're looking for a way to just sort of augment your mining, this would be this would be fun to do if you have. I believe, I mean, he says it's DLC free. I guess we'll go with that, but. Uh, if you're looking to augment your, your mining, this might be fun for you. Build it. It's cool. You know? And uh, grab some, some ore out of it. It's a lot Build of fun. Build it and the ore will come. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, you'll, you'll be waiting. You'll be using that, that wait feature a lot. Wait. Kevin Costner is in this mod? Kevin Costner is in the mod? Yeah. He just said if you build it, if you <laughs> build it, it will come. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Obscure Field of Dreams reference brought to you by Shank and TweakedAudio.com. www.tweakedaudio.com. Tweaked Audio, guys. <laughs> All right, Lou, take it away because I'm stinking up this podcast. What would you do this week? <laughs> wow, what a great segue. Anyway. <laughs> and there it is. Seamless. Seamless. Totally seamless. Perfect. Great way to segue into my, my misadventures in the Soul Cairn. <laughs> God, I loved it so much. There, I got lost. <laughs> Literally for like twenty minutes. I'm like, where the hell is the exit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. That'll happen. Yeah, I'm looking at the map like, what the hell am I doing wrong? Like, hey, <laughs> Serana, like how the, the hell do we get out of here? <laughs> you, yeah, you like, actually like the Soul Cairn? Well, I yeah, like I like. Well, yeah, it's a pretty nifty quest in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the look of it, but five minutes in, I was dreading not tying a rope around myself to find my way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. gotten the string. Oh. Because I'm literally going, all right, I've done everything. Like, wait a minute, I was just here. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> everything looks the same. Stupid no. ghosts. Can't even tell me where to go. Like, how do I get out? How do I get out? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I literally stopped. I I I saved the game, exited. It's like, all right, hmm. <laughs> Restarted the game, went back in, and go, okay, I'm calm. All right, how do I get out of here? <laughs> Did you find yeah. your way out? Yeah, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Finally ended that quest. I'm like, God, there's <laughs> a stairway. Dusting yourself off. Yeah, like. Uh, a lot of help you are, Serana. Again. Yeah. No, she's helpful. In a, uh, not, in a not way. That's not even true. No, it's not. Not even, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> it's like, I need to trade some things with you. Uh, no. Like, um, hello? I can't wait till we get back to Castle Volkihar. Shut up, Serana. Stop getting in the way of my arrows. <laughs> Don't even get me started on this. <laughs> so, did you did you actually finish Dawnguard DLC at this point? No, no. At this point, I, I, what I'm doing is, to the exclusion of everything else, the next few days, I am just doing Dawnguard just so I can get rid of her. <laughs> that is a very, very good decision, sir. Yeah. I I cannot stand how her AI works, and everyone knows the past several episodes ever since I got Dawnguard, I can't stand how she works. You've uh, you've mentioned it once or twice, and I'm gonna keep mentioning it till I'm actually done with it. <laughs> <laughs> till I'm doing Dragonborn. <laughs> I'm doing Dragonborn, and I'm like I finally finished Dawnguard. <laughs> and you know, which leads me to the point where my archery is suffering because you know what? I'm trying to set up a nice sneaky shot. 
It doesn't help again. He always jumps in. Like, Who's there? And it starts firing away the rice shards. Like, oh, oh yeah, totally blows great. your cover. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Serana. Yeah, and, and you know what? I keep hitting her. I wish I could say inadvertently, <laughs> but I just can't pretty much have to say it. Yeah. I mean, she is literally the most frustrating character from any game, uh, any game I've ever played, ever. She just. <sighs> well, you have to admit, um, up to that point, it had been it had been the other one, the house Carl that yeah. you get. Yeah. Lydia, yes. Lydia. A lot of people were very upset about about Lydia's. Um, yeah, but see, the thing is, with Lydia, yeah. you can tell her whenever you want to just, like, we'll meet, we'll go back home. But Serana, there are certain parts where you have to be with just her. Just got to be around. Yep. Yeah. And What's that is so beyond frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell her to wait anywhere. It's like, you know what? I know this could be a hard fight. She's just going to get in the way. Just stay here. No, yeah. I'm no. with you. It's got to be there. She's clingy. Serana's clingy, but that's she's okay. She's baggage, man. She's she, not baggage. But she, you know what makes her awesome? She's Skyrim Kira. Yes, yeah, she is. I don't know what that, that is. That's what makes her awesome. <laughs> it's the Star Wars character. It's the uh, same voice actress from the Soul Door. Yeah. <laughs> Kira. Okay, I'm going to look her Kira, up. Of course. All right, so you're, you're focusing on, on Dawn Guard uh, for, for this, this next week, I suppose. Yeah, just to finish it, just to get her out of the way. And yeah, I want to get Perfect Dragonborn as well. And I'm always thinking to myself, you know, every time I hit Serana, I should get skill points in archery. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, I completely agree. Archery up to 87. Yes! Yes! Thank you. Hey, Lydia, can I have yeah, yeah, hey, Serana, can I have my arrows back? Thanks. <laughs> Must be wasteful. Thank you. <laughs> so so what else is going on? I see here you're, you're looking up hints so you can finish collecting the, uh, the dragon That's- shouts. I want to get as many dragon shots as I can because right now I think I only have thirteen of them complete. Oh, you want a good hint on how to find dragon shots? Sure. Like in game, without having to look it up outside the game. If you don't know where to find a dragon shout, talk to an innkeeper. He'll point you toward the nearest dragon. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know you could do that. Yes. Well, put the mark. The... What's up? He'll put a dragon marker on the map. Yeah, he'll point you towards the nearest dragon anywhere. I've heard I've heard about the shouting in town thing, but through an innkeeper, I've never heard before. That's yeah, you, you're the guy out. behind the desk at, at any inn yeah. who will sell you food, that's the dude to talk to. Ask him if he's heard any, any type of rumors about work needing to be done around the town or something like that. And he'll always be like, oh, um... The Jarl's I've heard about by. there's a, a problem com- coming around up in uh, the mountains <laughs> over here. And by the way, do really sucks. And <laughs> <laughs> the Jarl's men came by and dropped off this note for you. <laughs> oh, it's Robert yeah. suggested talk to the Greybeards. I hate talking to those guys. <laughs> yeah, like, you can also talk to the God. Greybeards, but they try to guilt trip you every time you talk to them. You're not really going to go after this dragon, are you? Yeah, yeah, I am. So, <laughs> Lou, do you think this is? Do you think this is something like viable for you? You're gonna start, you know, trolling the inns now and be like, "Hey, man, where's uh, dragons at?" I could, per- uh, I could see myself doing that. Well, yeah, why not? Why not? Good innkeeper. Here are a few silvers for your trouble. <laughs> Free all time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, what else is going on with you? Oh, I've stopped collecting uh, dragon bone scales. I've got so many in so many different houses right now, <laughs> drawers, and storage. I'm like, you know what? I I probably don't need them anymore. 
I could probably build my own undead dragon arm if I wanted to. You could probably build this your own dragon. On, this week on Skyrim Hoarders, we feature Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like if everyone's seen, you know, the Lich King intro, like, yeah, I, I've got to have to build like 5,000 of those dragons by now, probably. <laughs> All right, maybe not 5,000, maybe 50, but still. Got so many of them. It's like, you know what? No, no, you can keep them. What uh, are you? Are you actually going to start crafting them now? Well, the thing is, I don't think it's going to be viable for me because I really don't wear the armor. Hmm. Why'd you start collecting them? No, no, you know, just because. Okay, because they were there and just like yeah, oh, they're there. You know, I loot the dragon and realizing that with my main character, who's you know the dual wielding assassin. Yeah, even though I could make her sneak very well and still get all the bonuses. Like, no, you know the way I want to play this character, I don't want to put her in plate. Yeah. So you were using the scales, is what you're saying. Right. Now, okay. I, I don't see a use for me ever using the scales, the bones, and crafting the heavy armor because I'm okay. just never going to use it with this character. Okay. So just now. So you just. You know what I do? I just leave it. Just leave them there. Yeah, but yeah. why not sell it? You could get money, dude. Yeah, but they're heavy, and I, I very rarely ever go into a town, so it's just. It, I found that. It's what, annoying. Plus, now, Serata, such things that you know. Right. Are you. <laughs> You know what? I I would make Serana carry my burdens just like I make Lydia do it. But she's not sworn to carry your burdens, Dave. Only. I don't care. She's wow. going to carry those dang bones. <laughs> she's going to carry the bones and the scales and just, just going to hold on to them. Can I put these down now? I need to kill something. How no. about you not stand in front of my shot? Then you can put it down. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so... No more bones for me. Oh man, no more, I'm sorry. No I get angry at her. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm trying to contain my anger right now because I, I just my blood boils when I talk about Serana. 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 Carlia. Brad. Brad. I got force took a vampire in Skyrim. I think I would. <laughs> All right. But also, one thing I did want to close off with: I downloaded a new armor DLC. Oh. Yes, it's a Thalmor Mage slash Wizard skin. It's called the Thalmor Viceroy Inquisitor's Clothes. Oh, I thought you were going to say that in the Emperor's voice. Oh, no, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that for Barwin. But uh, take a look. It's on the Steam Workshop, folks. Cool. Yeah, that's all I can say. <laughs> so what's the name of this thing again? Thalmor Viceroy Inquisitor's Clothes. Thalmor Viceroy Inquisitor's Clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Very yeah, you good. want that nice heavy metal, you know, fantasy looking mage, female mage look? Yeah. Uh, okay, I know what you're going for now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like Lou's little uh, his description. Suffix, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> description of this. Yeah. So if you've ever seen the box art to to heavy metal, <laughs> that's now Lou. <laughs> All right, very good. You got anything else for us, Lou? Oh, no, that's it. I just can't wait to get back so I can finish Dawnguard. <laughs> I'm on a mission right now. Very cool. All right, and uh, I guess our, our last little news tidbit uh, for the week is uh, is going to be is going to be this, all right? Uh, Skyrim PS3 DLC, no exact date yet, but has passed certification. On Wednesday, January 30th, Pete Hines had confirmed on Twitter, and I quote, 
PS3 1.8 update and all three DLC have passed Sony America certification. <gasps> We're also finalizing certification with Europe. Waiting to hear the exact release dates. As you know, last week Bethesda announced that Skyrim DLC would in fact be coming to PS3 in February, though no exact dates were known at that time. They did confirm that Dragonborn, Dawnguard, and Hearthfire would be available on the PlayStation Network one week after one another and would be 50% off during that first week's release. Nice. So it passed certification. They're finalizing it for Europe. So all of our uh, European friends in the, in the chat room, get excited. It's coming. And uh, it should be here. They'll all be here by the end Wait. of next month. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you reminded me of Ron. One yeah. last note. I did sign up for the American Dominion on Tamriel Foundry. TamrielFoundry.com. Hey, now. <laughs> you know why? Because Altmer mages who can scale up a wall, wield magic, take out several targets while under fire. Hmm. Come on now. Sold me. It sold me. When Fine. you guys said Old Mary Dominion, I was like, meh. And then I saw that and I was like, yeah, okay. Then you were like, Shank <laughs> and Lou know what they're talking about. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Stones, arrows, climbing up a wall. Yeah, I'm taking yeah. those guys out. Hot elf chick. <laughs> Enough said. So, so um, we've, got, we've got four emails. I think we have four. Is it three? We got three. Yeah, because the page break there looked like four. Um, so we've got three. We've got three emails. Three! <laughs> Three. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna go into some of these emails, uh, and then before we finish them out, we're gonna go into lose lore segment, the Elder Scroll. So first off, we have this from Luke C. Dave, would you mind reading this for me, please? Yes, I would, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't let anyone ever tell you you're not a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> and the scholar. All right, moving on. Uh, this comes from Luxy, as said. It says, Thanks to you, I bought Oblivion for my PS3 today. Since you started talking all about the other Elder Scrolls games, you've got me interested in the other Elder Scrolls games. So thank you. You guys are champs. Yes, even Dave. That's right. You didn't read wrong. Dave. <laughs> and I'm loving having Shank on the sh- This guy doesn't... All right, um, you are cool, sir. Luke C. Thanks a lot, Luke C. You're welcome. Uh, Appreciate it. (laughs) Luke C. says you're welcome. Well, uh, Dave, you are a champ, and uh, it's great to have Shank on the show. And and Luke, I'm really happy that uh, we got you into the old Elder Scrolls games. We're uh, we're enjoying them too. Um, Shank. (laughs) We uh, email number two here by, by our good friend, uh, Cat Jack. Uh, can, I, can I do a voice? Uh, ugh, this is always such a difficult decision Give us to the make. Voice. Read, read like the first sentence and let's hear it and then yeah. we get to decide. Yeah, we'll do that. <coughs> Gents love the chef. All right. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. With <laughs> <laughs> the buzzer. Hit the buzzer. Hit the buzzer. <laughs> How about okay, how about okay, we okay. hear? You know, Shank, I I know you're wearing a polo right now, and you sound great in a polo. So let's have that come through on the show today. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, bro, um, that's not my okay. <clears throat> Gents, love the show. 
Keep them coming, please. Their surprise show with Tamriel Foundry was awesome. After listening to the last two shows and hearing all the customization options for characters in ESO, I have the following questions for you, Lou. Ready for this, dude? No, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Here it comes. With all the customization options available in ESO, is there any reason to play multiple alts in the same faction? I.e., if you have a mage that can also be an archer, that can also be a paladin with gear swaps, then why not play one character per faction and max out all of his skills instead of playing two or three per faction as is normally done in an MMORPG? Do you, uh, should we tackle that one first before going on the second one? Yeah. Hit it up. So, uh, Lou, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> about well, that question. <laughs> about that question. Brings up a good point. Because, like in any traditional MMOs that are out today, uh, I've always picked up, you know, Altitis because of the fact that I enjoy playing many different play styles. And so, I wouldn't say forced, but I always want to experience, you know, that type of play. So, you know, I made an alt. Hi, my However, name is Michael Senior World Builder. Now this goes online, online, and the fact that, now that we've delved into you're the not bound to any one particular class, you can, yes, you can the have pack, the best of all the worlds. Dominion, or the... And you know what? I could quite conceivably see myself only having one character per faction because, you know what? Yeah, I could play an archer one day, and the next day, you know what? Maybe the group doesn't need an archer, but we need someone who can actually do sneaky, sneaky, backstab stuff. You know what? I've got that, too. There you go. Um, yep. Could I also chime in on this? Sure. Um, you will need to make multiple characters because you have to make the choice how to allocate your points every level. I was just uh, going to say that, yeah. You're going to have to pick between health, uh, uh, magic, and uh, stamina, along with the fact that certain characters, if you're playing one character, you may fall into a role. You may only be, you know, in your raid because you're amazing at that specific role. And they may specify that you get all the gear for that role. Let's say that you're the uh, guy who uses magic. Well, they're going to throw the, the clothy stuff at you. You know, that, that may just be the role that you fall into over time. And because it's a game that lets you go so many different ways, you're, you may want to make multiple different characters. Yeah, in, in Skyrim's the same way. You can learn everything up to 100, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be best at everything at that point. On top of that, your characters won't be able to make um, every crafting skill perfect. You're going to have to specialize. So you're going to need multiple characters just for yourself there. Yeah, and uh, my the way I was gonna you know personally play this approach this game is that I'm I'm gonna have two sets of character types. I'm gonna have one set be just purely for my multiplayer with you know all the QGN guys and all you guys, and I'm gonna have with that set of characters. I plan on having multiple characters for multiple factions, if that makes sense. And then my other set, this set is purely gonna be for solo, and it's gonna be the same deal, but just purely for solo play. So, uh, that's I guess that's just how I would split it up uh, for me personally. I think um, for the way that I think we want to play this game, because uh, I, I want to experience absolutely everything this game has to offer. So, you know, doing it that way for me, I just see that uh, as a cool little experiment. I really hope they don't have character limits. Like, you can only have three characters per server. That would suck. Yeah, well, I was seeing <laughs> as how there isn't servers. I really hope there uh, isn't limits. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I was just going to say that if they if you can make, you know, eight different characters, you know, I'm sure that'll that'll fit um Shanks idea. But you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, before you go making all those different kinds of characters, we'll have to wait and see how many how many characters they do allow you to make on one on one account. I really hope that there's no limit, man. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, that's one thing that I haven't spoken about yet. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um, I know everyone was there's there's been some games out there where the game comes out and everyone says, well, that's that's uh, it's not as many characters as I, I originally wanted to make. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Shank, and the second question here. Yeah, sure. So the second question is, uh, what are your thoughts on playing a mage in heavy armor as a, quote, melee tank? Um, Yeah, Lou. (laughs) Just going the same order. (laughs) I think that would be great. I actually would enjoy that play style. Battle mage? In fact, yeah, I do have one. I have an alt in Skyrim that is a battle mage, and she actually is wearing right now medium armor, leather armor, until I get her high enough in smithing. To make her heavy armor, you know, the plate yeah. stuff. I'll tell you right now, it's just going to annoy the crap out of me when we see all these people in heavy armor throwing lightning bolts around. That's just yeah. going to, I don't know, just something about that just is going to annoy me. Yeah, but that's Elder Scrolls, dude. I mean, that's. I know. Gotta have that. It's like. Ah, uh, uh, anger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for everything you do for the community. Can't wait for the next episode. Jacques, aka Cat Jack. Awesome email, Katjak. Thank you so much. It's always good to uh, it's always good to hear from a friend. All right, um, this is the part of the show where we like to give it all to Lou, where he does his lore segment, The Elder Scroll. I am so excited for this because I know literally nothing about what he's about to talk about. So excellent! <laughs> I'm so happy. Makes two of us. Oh, <laughs> the recording. Oh man. <laughs> well, thank you, Marwin. Thank you, Shank. Today is actually going to be a two-parter. So you're looking at part one today, folks. And today's topic. Is there going to be like a cliffhanger at the end of this? He's going to like in the sentences, and the secret of the man is... (laughs) I think more like the Sopranos where, you know, we're at that diner and just face the black. What the heck? No. (laughs) (laughs) Then then it would be a part one without hope of a part two. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Take it away, Lou. (laughs) A fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scrolls. Today's Elder Scroll is on the great houses of Morrowind, ancient clans embroiled in politics, part one. Or in the words of a gentleman named Hasvat Antabalus, the great houses hate each other. Theft, murder, assassinations, secret raids, standard stuff. You know, just a fun weekend with the friends. Exactly. In modern times, <laughs> Morrowind is ruled by five great houses. House Halelu, House Redran, House Tovani, 
House Indoril, and House Dress. Only three of these houses have interest in Vardenfell. The three great houses in Vardenfell identify themselves by their traditional colors. Red for Redran, yellow for Hilalu, and brown for Telvanni. Now, the great houses and traditions, they are derived from ancient Dunmer clans and tribes, but now they function more like political parties. The differences now are they're rarely set up by armed conflict, but they have squabbles in the Grand Council, and they use what's called an execution of former writs by the honorable assassins of the Morag Tongue. Remember them? The remaining house that they never really speak about is called House Dagoth. Now, several contradicting sources claim that they sided with the Dwemer in the War of the First Council. Other sources claim that they never betrayed their Dunmer kin. Whatever the case, House Dagoth was thought exterminated following the defeat at the Battle of Red Mountain. The first house, House Halalu, they can be characterized as adaptable and opportunistic, and any morals they might have can come second to business. I would, ha- I'm sorry, house- I would live in this house. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Their house is one of the five <laughs> great houses of the Settled Dunmer. Their house color is yellow. They have a council seat, which is the city of Balmora, with other towns notably named uh, Suran, Halahoad, and Narmak. This house is large concern with business and diplomacy, and they seek to strengthen their ties with at times, you know, unconventional allies such as the Empire. And although profit is often a primary objective, their traditional practice recognizes the value of good reputation over money. This is their great strength, because they are known to be fast talkers and intelligent traders. But it's also their great liability. Why? Because they can also be bribed, either with gold or with other favors. And their leaders are no exception. Their retainers are also masters of thievery, sneaking, lockpicking, blackmailing, backstabbing, both literal and metaphorical. So while some councils are honest and fair, others you may find are more underhanded and corrupt. However, this house's most distinguished characteristic is its willingness to live in harmony with the other races of Nern. Setting it apart from the other and occasionally xenophobic Dunmer houses. Hmm. The next house, House Redoran, they prize the virtues of duty, gravity, and piety. <sighs> duty is to one's own honor and to one's own family and clan. Gravity is the essential seriousness of life. Life is hard, and events must be judged, endured, and reflected upon with due care and earnestness. Piety is respect for the gods and the virtues they represent. To them, a light, careless life is not worth living. Now, they have a council seat in the city of Aldrun, and all their councils live there. It was known as the hollow shell of a colossal prehistoric emperor crab. So I wonder if this ties into the big crabs we saw in the, uh, the game, uh, game fair video they had months ago. This district is known as Underscar. Now, they have other towns as well, most notably named Kul, Margan, and Alvalofi. Now, their settlements are designed in the traditional Dunmer village style, which is built out of local materials in the area, but they also put in organic curves and undecorated exteriors inspired by the landscape 
and by the shells of whatever they find of giant insects. Their villages are typically centered on temple compounds and their courtyards, with huts and trade houses gathered around Central Plaza. Now the only major city on the mainland is called Blacklight, which is close to the border of Skyrim. The next house we're going to cover is called House Teldani. Now this is a house of highly egocentric and ambitious wizards. Begin to like them already. Here it was common to rise up the ranks by eliminating or otherwise indisposing other members. And <clears throat> now, of the Telvani lords, only Master Arian of Telvas, the youngest and newest counselor, seemed able to look beyond the end of his own nose and at the concerns of other people. The rest wanted little more than to be left alone to the research and their ambitions. The rest of the members were also similarly isolationist in that look and did not intend to be presided over by any other institutions, predominantly the Guild of Mages. Now, this house is amongst the staunchest defenders of slavery, though. They see this as an ancient doomer right. Their ideals, their desires, evidently not concerned themselves, were left to the slaves to obey. However, both the Khajiit and Argonians, the two most common slave races, they could join House Tavani and advance with the same level of respect as the other races. The Tavani, in general, though, did not interact with the other houses or guilds, nor did they have any many enemies save for slavery abolitionists and the Imperial Mages Guild. Another side note, too, is that House Tavani, for some reason, they do not have the usual hatred of vampires that most other factions have. And some of the lords <laughs> were actually willing to speak to them. And the wizards don't fear vampires at all. Now. That's interesting. Yes. And this is where we leave off. Tune in next week for part two of The Great Houses. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe they mentioned offhand that uh, House Talvani will be some of the bad guys in the SO. Yes, they did. It's in there. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, Lou, I'm sorry. I had a quick question about you said uh, House Redoran. Mm. Any relation to Redoran's retreat that you see in Skyrim? I'm actually looking that up. But there, I did there this. Probably is because yeah. Skyrim is so close to, to Morrowind that. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, why yep. not? Um, yeah, I mean. You know, in Morrowind, it seems like uh, House Telvani. I mean, I, I've got a low-level character in Morrowind, so excuse me if I if I don't actually have this right. But it seems like House Telvani is uh, a a major, like a, almost like a villain in Morrowind. So I don't know. It would make sense to me, since I got that feeling while getting into the storyline a little bit in Morrowind, that they would be villains in ESO. Um, okay, Lou, while, while you're looking that up, we had we had one more tiny little thing that I wanted to throw in here for the week, and that is the Dev Question of the Week! <laughs> um, I love featuring this every single week. And, I'm desperately uh, trying to find it in the notes. It's uh, it's on the top. I, I, I already read this earlier, and it's making me Oh, angry, here we go. So. I got it. Sweet. You know, it's not... It, you know what I like about the dev question of the week? It's never, it's never something that's... Easy? 
It's simple, but it's never a good, easy answer. It, it doesn't have a clean answer. It's always fraught with just like, ah, oh, but I feel this way and I'm conflicted, but I really want that mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, that is- the next dev question is going to be, you're going to get shot. Would you like to be shot in the leg or the, the foot? <laughs> oh, the foot. Definitely the foot. But aren't those questions, you you nailed it, Evarwin. It seems like it's easy, but you're always thinking about it. Now, how, I mean, yeah. that is so Elder Scrolls. It is. It absolutely is. So, um, the dev question of the week comes to us from senior world builder Michael Gold, who asks, now that we've introduced all of the factions to you in ESO, which one will you pick? Now, I know uh, the, the position of the show right now is Aldmeri Dominion for our, our major guild. Um, so, alts, you know, a big answer for us, too, is, you know, we're going to play all the factions, and, and, and I know I am, and I think all of us are, but it's always that secondary faction that we want to play. So, I want to go around the table here real quick and, and see what's going to be that secondary faction from Dave. <laughs> Okay, before I actually tell you my secondary faction, I just want to mention that if you watch this video, at the very beginning it tells you that it may contain inappropriate content from children for children, and there's no inappropriate content in it, except maybe the dude. So I would actually be offended if I were the dev talking on this. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Michael Gold doesn't have an issue with, with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. But Of course um, that's honestly, you, Dave. <laughs> I, I have to play Aldmeri Dominion just because that's what I was told the guild's going to be in. But my heart will always be with the Ebonheart pack. Okay. Always. All right. I mean, Nords and Argonians, just to make uh, uh, Shank mad. And, of course, there's going to be Dark Elves, <laughs> which are my homies. Right. I'm a Dark Elf. I have I to say. I respect the spite that you mentioned my name, just to make me mad. I respect that spice. <laughs> <laughs> I respect but, the vitriol. You know, I, I will be going Aldmeri Dominion when we first start the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be making... Uh, a high elf. Okay. Hopefully they allow alting. I'm, I'm sure they will, but... Yeah. It is the high elves in there, isn't it? In the Aldmeri Dominion, or am I, am yep, I yeah, it's the alt. Yep, yeah. you're right. The Altmer. Yep. Okay. Uh, what about that, you? That's, that's what I'm doing. Lou, what about you? What about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Aldmeri Dominion, is there... Is there... Because I know you're, you're hardcore AD. Um, is there another faction that you, you are going to play... Or that oh, you yeah. want to play over over the others, other than other than Dominion. Well, I, I just want to put this out there. Everyone. Yeah, even though I have professed my allegiance to Queen Aaron, <clears throat> um, I'll be Dominion with my first, uh, I guess, uh, faction. I mm-hmm. will. I am. I said I'm definitely going to play the other factions just because. Is oh, there yeah. one that shines out over the other though? Um, got Daggerfall Covenant and Ebonheart Pact. Mm-hmm. Not really, because I think they're all interesting. Okay. They all have great story and lore that I want to experience. And you know, since we can't go in the other areas, you know, this is just more incentive to play the other the other factions. Okay, uh, and then and then uh, Shank. Old Mary Dominion is my true love. I'm with I'm with Lou. I uh, I will court Queen Aaron until I die. There you go, because she's pretty hot. Um, Good luck with that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my secondary uh, faction, I, I without a shadow of a doubt would have to be the Daggerfall Covenant. Yeah, I was going to say because they got the Red Guards. They have well, they have the Red. Well, I I love. See, the the thing is, I haven't 
It's more out of curiosity more than anything. And I mean, you'll never have to put up with an Argonian no matter what faction. Well, well see, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that because the, the Daggerfall Covenant, you have Red Guards, Orcs, and Bretons. Okay, I uh-huh. Those three races, I just think they are yeah. a beast of a faction. Think about it. You have the Orcs, yeah. which are just master smiths. You yeah, have Red they, Guards, which really are just incredibly good at combat. And you have the Bretons that are just the best, you know... Type of uh, right, the ugliest people <laughs> on the planet. Okay, <laughs> red guards are the only people who I could stomach looking at for more than five minutes. Well, you just haven't built a hot looking Breton chick, man. I mean, I don't have know. Have you to tried to start Skyrim? Pick Breton and look at that first face that pops up, and then ask me why I've never made a Breton. She's a little yeah. tough, but that's, that's why you get face mods, dude. There's, there's, you have to, you exactly, you have to mod those faces because I went and started. I was like, I'm going to pick a Breton. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very tempted to also play the, uh, the Ebonheart Pact only because I would join the House Talvani and enslave the Argonians. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. So, um, for me, Edmund Hardpack would be number two. Uh, even though, even though, actually, it's it's probably number one for me. But that's only because I'm just so I'm just so Skyrim centered right now. Um, and that's the only reason. You know, I, I really enjoy Skyrim and I really enjoy Nords, and that's basically it. Um, so going Dominion is not a, not a big deal for me at all. I'm, I'm into trying out the new thing. Uh, I have to say, though, Ebon Hardpack definitely has, definitely has me for that. Yeah. But um, I have a feeling a Daggerfall Covenant is going to shine in, a, in kind of like a late out-of-the-gate sort of thing. After the game comes out, people are going to say, wow, these, these packed guys are, are pretty, pretty awesome. They have such like tactical edge, I think, They've over got, the other yeah. factions. There's a lot of specialty. Yeah, but for sure. In those races. Uh, so I asked the, the question in the chat room because you know a lot of people know what we're doing, um, but we don't know what the chat room's doing. And uh, we've got uh, Old Mary Dominion from, from Robidon, Evan Hardpack from Doodles. Uh, that's a cool name, Doodles. That is an awesome name. Ma- Monovan, our, uh, our, our fan who likes to who, uh, make awesome drawings for us, says every faction <laughs> – <laughs> Wade Carpenter says Evan Hart Pact. Uh, Crispy Crackers tells us that we need Talos in we our got lives. More coming in now. Yeah. Uh, Yelp da- yelling out Evan Hart. Eshtal from Daggerfall. Uh, Dominion. Uh, no, never mind. Excuse me. Uh, let me just scrolling down here. Zip along. I'll marry for the win. There you yeah. go. Zip along. What else we have? Captures Daggerfall. Did we already say that one? No, we didn't. Captures oh, is Daggerfall. Sergeant Hall Monitor. This is what I'm thinking here. I'll marry at first, but my heart belongs to the pact. I feel you, bro. I feel you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool story, bro. Cool story. Good story, bro. Good story. <laughs> <laughs> DSX Daggerfall. All in caps with like a ton of exclamation points afterward. R, R, R. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I think... I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, Yalp, Ebonheart, Captured, Daggerfall. Um, wait, we're, we're, minus two man. degrees says Hail Vader. Wait, wrong game. Wrong game. <laughs> oh. 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 Good intentions, though. Good intentions. That's great. Indeed. Right faction. Great faction there. Wrong game. <laughs> Archmage says Daggerfall and Ebonheart. Lord 
weasel weasel fish, fish daggerfall <laughs> <laughs> very good thank you so much chat room for for weighing in on this um <laughs> this isn't Swotori Forge, Lou. You can relax that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Glados lies. There's no cake. Oh, oops. this uh, this leaves us with our final email, which uh, I'll I will read. And this comes from Alex Z, who says, "I started playing Skyrim on a PS3. I finished it three times with three different play styles: Warrior, Mage, and Sneaky style. All three. Is that anything like Gangnam style? No. Oh." oh. Opa sneaky style. Oh, okay, you're off the call. <laughs> All right. Skyrim Gangnam style. Oh, wow. <laughs> All three were fun. However, I always felt there was something missing. Last week, I downloaded Skyrim on Steam. Here it comes, guys. Get ready. Uh, the Steam Workshop is the most fun thing I have ever used with a PC game. First, I <laughs> first I cheated my way to a ton of gold. <laughs> then oh, I. I maxed out all my stats with console commands. And finally, I made the hottest girl character I could. I have had such a good time playing on PC that it made my PS3 time feel like pulling teeth. I'm sure if I get the new DLC for PC, I will play it right away. No cheats, but I'll keep all the cosmetic and texture mods. I encourage anyone thinking about buying any Elder Scrolls title to do yourself a favor and get the PC version from Alex Z. This guy is me. I'm not even kidding. This is li- exactly what I did. I got a PS3, played the snot out of Skyrim, and bought the P- the PC. I bought a PC and got uh, Skyrim on it, and just went crazy with the Steam Workshop. Like, yeah. And I made a girl character, and I got a ton of money. Like this guy is me, dude. He is. <laughs> It's uh, the chat room saying it's Shankception. <laughs> um, now, now I know PS3 guys out there. No, no one's making any inferences here about about your your, your console, about your game, about your playstyle. The what's cool about this email is is the the unbridled, unabashed, not feeling bad about cheating. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's great about this email. Um, sure, yes, uh, mods are, are awesome for the PC, and um, in order to, to cover the show in its various um, uh, playstyles for all of our different listeners, the show made a, a move very early on to, to go with a, a PC-centered sort of uh, discussion, so we could cover uh, mods as well. Um, but I have to say, there's, there's, something, there's something wonderful about a game that you buy, put in a console, and never have to worry about upgrading your PC or upgrading your console, or is this going to work on my console? You never have to worry about that with a console because it always does work, and that's that's a wonderful thing um, to uh, not have to worry about. All right, uh, we've got we've got five star reviews, uh, namely one, and it comes from Australia, Hyugal. You're a good man. Thank you so much. You're a good lady. Thank you so much for, for giving us five stars, for saying the show is so wonderful. I not only recommend it, I recommend it with five stars. Thank you very much, High Eagle from Australia. <laughs> what? What? What does this guy even talk about? Who? <laughs> Joe needs to stop being sick so he can just come back and start doing this thing. <laughs> Proof's in the pudding, though, um, because it may all be wonderful and, and crap live, but we wonder how this is going to turn out once it's been edited. 
It's it's literally what it's going to be is there's going to be a foreword with Devarwin saying, guys, I tried, and the two hours of just him crying. Yeah. <laughs> with the nice backdrop ambient music of Jeremy Soul soundtrack going, yeah. <laughs> Skyrim <laughs> ambiance. Dada. 42 minutes. <laughs> Alrighty, we are we are at the bottom of the show. Time for our final thoughts, and let's start with Lou. Uh, I can't wait to finish Dawnguard. Serana, it's been an interesting time, but wow, if I could put you back in sarcophagus, I would. <laughs> and Dave? My final thoughts would be, no, bro, put the gun down! Who's pointing a gun at you right now? No, because that would be my final thoughts. Oh, oh! <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. All no, right, but really, I, I'm, I can't. It, you're made, that question of the week really irritates me because that's like picking between your babies. And D- Dave, everything irritates you. If I put, if, if I, if I put a, 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 a thing in front of you, and, and namely call it a thing, whatever thing that you can conjure up, it would piss you off because you'd be like, no, that thing is not thingy enough. I'm so happy to have someone who finally understands me. <laughs> <laughs> that's two. That's two people. Me and your cat. <laughs> <laughs> and Shank. Uh, I am just so like happy just that there's every single week there's just more and more information that's trickling out of Zoss with just more information about this this game and it's just it makes me like so happy just to learn more about this stuff and uh, yeah, I'm just super psyched guys and trust me when Dragonborn comes out I you can be sure that I will be live streaming it that day so yeah sweet um yeah uh, again you know looking forward to Dragonborn it's you know for for PC it's uh it's coming out in in uh, on Tuesday and that's that's a wonderful thing for us uh but but February is really going to be the the day of of uh, infamy here or the month of infamy here for uh for those PS3 guys and uh thank god finally you're finally getting all of your DLC coming out in February 50% off for its initial week on on PlayStation Network, I can't be any happier for you guys. It's been a long time coming. I'm sure Bethesda's happy um, that you were patient with them and stuck with them, and uh, you know we're we're happy for you. Uh, how to reach us? You can reach us on our website, which is ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. Keep watching our site, guys, because we are actually going to be updating it in um, in the coming weeks. I'd say. I'd say probably by the end of February, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is going to have a completely redesigned look. It's going to be an awesome, awesome thing. We've got a lot of nice plans for that. Uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com is the website for our network. That's our portal site. You can get to Elder Scrolls Off the Record from there, and you can also get to Minecraft Off the Record and our brand new Dungeon Quest website, which we're in the middle of making right now. You can uh, eventually, once we have that posted and all that, you can get to it from questgamingnetwork.com, our network's portal site. If you want to send us an email, and many of you have this week, thank you so much who have emailed us, you can send us an email to elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. YouTube.com forward slash questgamingnetwork is our YouTube channel, and most of our live streams can be found at youtube.com forward slash questgamingnetwork. You can hear us on iTunes. You can hear us on Stitcher Radio. Yeah, you can find us on Zoom as well. And if none of those tickles your fancy, you can find us using our RSS feed on our website, ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com, and 
using your favorite RSS reader, you can listen to all of our wonderful shows using that feed. Um, we recommend Podkicker, an RSS demon. You can get that off the Google Play Store, but there are many, many out there, and I'm sure you have a favorite. Just use our RSS feed, and you can listen to our show. Did you want to mention our new Facebook real quick? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yes, please, please. Uh, Shank, go ahead. Yeah, so we have a brand new revamped Facebook page, guys. It's uh, uh, you know built. We got the latest content on there from the past couple weeks for you guys to look at, and we have... You know, everything from our latest articles to our latest podcasts, as well as even, you know, our special podcasts that we have, you know, any little tidbits that you, uh, you will, you know, expect from us, any live stream information, you know, or just like brain droppings that we might have saying, hey guys, you know, this is cool. Check this out. You will find it at our brand new Facebook page. We are Elder Scrolls off the record on Facebook. Come join our Facebook, like us, post on there, go wild, go crazy. It's awesome. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I'm glad you mentioned that because that reminded me of something I wanted to tie in with Facebook. Um, we, we really, we really want a lot of interaction on our Facebook. The, the former one we sort of got away from and we want Facebook to sort of feature you, our listener. So if you're creative, send us something, send us something that you would like to have posted on Facebook and, and, you know, toss in there in the email. Um, Hey, you know, would you mind posting this on Facebook? We'll do it. You know, for those of you out there that are artistic and you want to draw a little, you know, a little picture or uh, maybe maybe you've oh. listened to Dungeon Quest, you want to, you know, draw some of those guys. We're looking for artists for, for Dungeon Quest for our website. So please. Dude, Monhaven drew my name in all different types of Elder Scrolls languages. The scripts? Yeah, she does an yeah. amazing job. Yeah, she's, she's... I got that thing and I was all like, oh my god. Yeah, and I, I that's something I, I would love to throw on our Facebook I mean, uh, if you're, if you, uh, we have fans out there that we know they, they make music, send us a piece of music that you've made. We'd be more than happy to, to put it on our Facebook and, and kind of showcase you a little bit without a doubt. I mean, that's what Facebook's for. And, uh, we're very, very happy about, about our fans, about our listeners. And we want to, we want to say thank you for, for listening. So, um, if you have something that you would like for us to feature, toss it out there and, and maybe, maybe you'll find it on our Facebook all right. Uh, speaking of social networking, Twitter. If Twitter's your thing, you can find us at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe, Joe's not here, but we hope you feel better, Joe. He is at the widget. Give him a follow at the widget. That's W I G I T. I am Evarwin. You may find me at Evarwin. E V A R W Y N. Lou or Loremaster, he's at GamerGuy11B. G-A-M-E-R-G-U-I-1-1. B is in Bravo. And Dave is at D-Enforce. D-I-E-N-Force. D-Enforce. TM. <laughs> Soon. Soon. Stamped with DN's approval. And Shank is at Shank Tank. That's S H A N K T H T A N K. There's no E in Shank the Tank. It's Shank T H T A N K. That's why my tweet never reached this guy, no. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> minus, minus the E. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network. 
Elder Scrolls lives right here, guys. Keep it locked to Elder Scrolls off the record. Where Tamriel lives. Gentlemen, let's say goodbye. We'll start with Lou. Goodbye, everyone. Glad you're all here. See y'all again next week. And Dave. Who's Rota, y'all? We'll see you next time. Shankarific. Till next time, guys. Shadow hide you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Chat room. I bow my head to you. Thanks for coming. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the foos be with you. What the balls am I doing right now? Okay, I want to go to channel. I'm so glad I hit the record button just then. Oh, that's right. That recording starting now. Mom, uh, bathroom. No, Skiver King's cool. Sergeant Hall Monitor is about to get kicked out of the chat room. What happened? Um, he said all of y'all in different instances for the win. The only person who he hasn't said for the win is me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. I hate PowerPoint. Wow. Right. Shank for the loss, especially in Crisis. Damn. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the only games I'm good at are RPGs. That is literally it. And probably like Hello Kitty Island Adventure. That's a great hey, game. That is a great game. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked by the amount of nudity, to be honest with you. I was, I was all set to do a naked podcast. Wait, we're not doing a naked podcast? <laughs> you never go wow. butt naked, because if you do, then where are your boots and your belt going to be? Right? Always. <clears throat> Dave, hit yourself for me, please. <laughs> Who's all down?